Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. I'm the ghost of Casey Kasem. In perhaps the most egregious sin against man and nature, I've been forced to host a clip show for the auto shit Deceptifuck. Or whatever the hell this stupid podcast is called. Oh yes, a clip show. The go-to for bullshit hacks who couldn't be bothered to properly schedule their recording sessions, so instead treat their five listeners to an overly long, navel-gazing snooze-fest of past bullshittery. Well, without further ado, here we go. I mean, like I would I... think by the time we get far enough into this and we have you know, received multiple requests. <laughs> demands. Demands and, and people offering to pay. Uh, I'll, That's I'll right. do anything for money. I mean, Oh, yeah, we're total shills. Yeah, so if someone wants to pay So us, if we're selling t-shirts, and if like we're getting chains, sponsorships, yeah. <laughs> tchotchkes, we're only going to sell cheap tchotchkes <laughs> if made we in, manage to Made in China, this. none of that America bullshit. That's too expensive. <laughs> so who knows? Really As knows. are our toys. Our transfer yeah. toys are made in China, so are I they? not... Uh, yeah, absolutely. That's where all the biz is. Oh. Uh, okay, so who are we? Why does it matter? I guess for the, the listener, the, the alleged listener. Uh, so we are three friends, lifelong friends. Mm-hmm. Go back to, I, I mean, you guys may have known each other earlier, I but I moved to our school it, second yeah, grade. Yeah, me and Ryan are first grade. You came along Whoa. in second grade. Whoa. And uh, the rest is uh, history. And we are still friends. Yeah. Through thick and thin. Yeah. Do we making wanna, it, do I'm we, making it happen. Do we want a year? Do we want believing? Do we want to have a podcast where we go year by year? About <laughs> yes, that's the next thing. Okay, be, yeah. so we've known each other a long time. Loved the franchise for a long time. Yeah. Uh, so ever since it first came out. So. Yeah, and I would say um, I would say that uh, Aaron, you're probably the most knowledgeable about all the specifics and have the most information. I'm kind of uh, somewhere in the middle and then Caleb is just a very casual fan, I would say. Is that accurate? You keep calling me the man on the street. That's right. Like like I'm a like I'm like a, a, some goof like a, who's just wandered in. Yeah, like like some uh, like some homeless person just wandered in wanting a sandwich. Joe Sixpack. I, You're I, talking about Transformers? Yeah. Um, Give me a bologna and cheese. No, the the first, yeah. Our first character makes an appearance. Yeah. Homeless Caleb. Good God. All right. So, but I mean, yeah. I but I I watched I watched the, the cartoons back in the '80s. I own Transformers G1s. Uh, so I'm all about it. But I will digress that these other two guys probably have well not probably they certainly have more knowledge than i do so i aaron i am a, a collector of the masterpiece and third party toys today i've amassed a reasonable collection and still An working on that collection. <laughs> they cost yeah. a little money uh, but, uh, so I, I do collect the figures. I do lurk on <laughs> the, uh, sort of message boards and, uh, you know, I follow a lot of different, uh, content makers when it comes to toy reviewers and things like that. And so 
that's as bad as in it as I am as far as a lurker. I haven't been much of a contributor, I guess, until this. But as a kid, yeah, loved the cartoon, loved the Marvel comic books. I'm now trying to get into the modern incarnations uh, of the of the G1 comics by IDW. But, They're pretty uh, great. I'm just, I'm pretty casually interested in them, but every time I come across them, I for, most of the what I love about it is the artwork. It's yeah, pretty amazing. They are great. I, they are great, and, and supposedly the storylines are really yeah. good. And I'll know as soon as I jump into it. But uh, and then Jet, you're so you're the porridge that Goldilocks ate. That's right. Huh? I'm just right. <laughs> just Stick right, your finger baby. in me. <laughs> and our first crass comment. That's oh. right. This is X-rated. Um, yeah, I uh, loved, was huge into it in, as a kid. And like Aaron, you and I used to draw uh, Transformers and trade the pit, trade the drawings back and forth. Um, I really wish I had any of those. That's They're, how our friendship started. Uh, yeah, I'll say that these guys are very talented illustrators, and they have been for a long time. I'll I, say that we are too. I, I would say that probably the Transformers were uh, appealing to you guys on one level because they were fun to draw. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely one of the things that honed my draw. <laughs> okay, here's a little anecdote. I remember when we first started trading drawings, like, both yours and I's, it's very crude. We were just starting to hone our artistic skill. And then, like, four pictures in, you hit me with one that's, like, awesome. And so clearly traced. <laughs> From a coloring book, I think, that you had. I'm sure that happens. Because uh, it was Prime's back. Like, he was standing and, sh- like, pointing. Right. And from the rear, I'm like, wait. And I this call, guy's got his angles down. I call foreshortening. He's in <laughs> second grade, and he's yeah. doing the, some Picasso shit. The leap shit. in quality was a, a <laughs> dead giveaway. Um, so Pathetic. As if anyone would pay them for anything other than leaving a room. Moving on to our next segment. Here's a series of examples of how they can't even figure out the minute of the movie that they're reviewing. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Autopod Decepticast, where we provide a minute-by-minute breakdown of the 1986 Transformers movie. This is episode two, where we cover uh, second 61 through the two, up to the two-minute mark. <laughs> Did you just not this, do the math? Well, we, yeah. Not good at math, guys. I would just say this is the second minute of the movie. <laughs> Maybe I like to stretch things this, out. Okay. Maybe I like the longest version of anything. Okay. I'm the type of person that says... Um, uh, I think people already got the idea okay. that you like the longest version of things <laughs> okay. here. Whoa. Right. Wait, so, are you being sexy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Long and skinny? Like a... Okay, uh... We'll just let that live there. Uh, all right. So, uh, so, uh, this, guys, is... We made it to episode 7, which covers minute 60127. Uh, gosh, I need to figure out a more clear way of talking about that. But basically, episode 7 covers the 6th... Or no... The yeah. seventh minute. It covers the seventh minute. Yeah, six. Oh my oh god. god! I can't believe this is so close. Really minute six through minute seven. Right. No, through, no. Not through. Oh my god. Two. Min- two minute seven. To one second after six fifty nine. And one second. And we've lost two seventh. Uh, the seventh minute. That's right. Uh, Do we mention drinking? I don't know if tender's the right word. I mean, oh boy, it's a fucking bummer. With guys. tenderness, it's, with tenderness, we'll try and walk you through. Uh, walk you through this minute, uh, which would be minute eight of Transformers. Minute the movie. seven to eight. Okay, seven to eight. Maybe that's how we need to do it. Seven to eight. Minute seven to eight. That's easy. We nailed it. <laughs> seven to eight. Eight okay. episodes in. We figured it, it out. Can you say it covers the seventh minute? Oh. 
It is, I yeah, mean, it does cover the seventh minute. Tri- also another way to say that. Uh, it's whatever. the scene where, uh, well, all the Autobots die. Not we're here today to talk about, this is episode 11, so we're covering minute 11, as we, I think, we've, de- I think as we've decided to call it, 11.01 oh, to 12-minute right. mark. Let's not confuse this, Ryan. No, uh, it's the had... 10 to 11-minute No, it's the 11 to, yep, that's the beginning. Okay, I'm an idiot. Wait a minute. No, wait a minute. You're right, though. Hang on a second. Yeah, I am right. That's right. Because zero to one minute is the first. Oh my God, we're still having this conversation. So it's from ten. From so it's from the ten minute mark to ten fifty nine. That's right. Or is it from ten oh one to eleven? It's from ten oh one to eleven. It's fucking ridiculous. (laughs) But we've already. But we've recorded episodes. That's ten already. Ten, yes, well, ten we, is, we've been through this. <laughs> ten is nine minutes. Like minute from, nine to ten. Because the first minute We're is always from a minute zero behind. to fifty-nine. We've been through this. <laughs> <laughs> so this is episode eleven. Yes, minute ten <laughs> to eleven. Yeah. Woo. All right. So just remember this: the episode that we're doing. <laughs> It essentially hits the, the the log of that of the, like episode eleven is up to minute eleven. That's right. <coughs> oh boy. Next week it will be from what are we doing episode eleven oh will be from either whatever you want to define it either eleven to eleven fifty nine or eleven oh one to twelve. Excellent. So Aaron has corrected his notes. <laughs> so in the last episode. I don't know. I'm just quickly so mad about that. <laughs> I will. I did too. I think it's funny because there's a banter. This banter exists in every episode. Yeah, we can't. It's rough. <laughs> we can't. Figure and it I out. thought we figured it out, but I think it all roots for me writing down the wrong number here. So anyway, uh, last episode. Transformers movie. We are covering episode 25. That is starts at the 2401 minute mark and ends. This is episode 24. At the. No, it's not. Is it not? This is 25? Don't do this. Don't do this. I mislabeled it. Oh, God. Because I had something I was going to say for episode 25. It's a silver anniversary episode. No, this is it. This is it. Well, God damn it. (laughs) Sorry to interrupt. Joining me to my right. Oh, charming and not at all unprofessional. Longtime listeners will know that the topic of sexual intercourse with these disgusting yokels comes up more than a little by a lot. In particular, Ryan likes to go on to the fuck well whenever he just can't be clever enough for actual humor. Well, here we have some classic examples of gross. Enjoy! I hope you haven't eaten. I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, we can talk about some other things. But we, let me ask you guys a question. Do yeah. you think the robot at is uh, sexy at yes. is, is, is sexy would you would you bang oh god would you, <laughs> <laughs> i mean i like would you bang the robot at uh 59 seconds check her out she's got the hips the legs she does have some nice hips she looks like she's probably a runway model on this planet it's gonna hurt your dick <laughs> she's yeah. not gonna be moist it's all see the pandora's box of you over here <laughs> Look at, there's but, not, they've got lube obviously that's true uh, Mamma mia. Put it in my tailpipe. Okay. And on that note, okay, we've closed out the episode That's how it. from <laughs> from the DEC logo to the Uh it bu- it turns red. It bugs me because it's clearly animated. It's not going into his mouth. It's just floating up on the screen. And that has well, always annoyed me because it's not like they, I mean, it doesn't they, work. 
What like, now? Oh. See, it's just flowing up, but it's not flowing oh. towards his mouth. Oh, I mean, every even when I was a kid, that bugged me. Really? Yeah. You're a weirdo. I know. Um. I am alone, guys. <laughs> um. So okay, this we might get some support out there from our viewers, from our listeners. That's great. Maybe this is how you'll find love. Yeah. Let's probably. not even... lady viewers. Ryan is single. Uh, I am lady, lady listeners, uh, Ryan is single, and uh, check out our website. A very handsome man, very available. Mm-hmm. I know three ways to finger bang. <laughs> <laughs> I like to bring this to a screeching halt. <laughs> um. Okay. So Unicron <laughs> has continued its approach. Uh, next on the list is a big one, though I don't have many notes on him. Robert Stack. Yeah. Uh, Unsolved Mysteries. Unsolved Mysteries. Certainly, that's what I knew him for. His voice is so creepy. But he also seemed warm and, uh, Avuncular. Right? Yeah, it's, it's like, uh, your neighborhood, uh, he's like an investigator. It's like, uh... <laughs> Elliot Ness? God, also he wore a trench coat. Maybe he was a creep. Are you saying he's like, like a private? It's like a touchy touchy. He wasn't wearing clothes. Like, oh, uh, <laughs> oh, maybe just uh, hey, be like and cut. I've got an unsolved like... mystery for you. Yeah. Uh, the mystery is how long you're gonna touch my dick. <laughs> yeah, we're cutting that off. Are we? Are we? Mister um, Stack, I mean, we love the, your energy. We love your voice. Um, you gotta stop touching kids. <laughs> Uh, and the I legacy refuse. of Robert Stack is, uh, is has now been sullied completely. Is he dead? I think he's dead. <laughs> okay, good. I'm positive he's is good. <laughs> good. Uh, and a brief introduction to Hot Rod and Daniel. Daniel, it feels like I don't know if Hot Rod's his babysitter or his uh, therapist. Friend. It's like his friend. He's or, like, okay, they could be friends. He's he is he's, he's like totally fucking that boy, right? He's a but we all agree he's 100% fucking no, Daniel. No, I don't agree with that at all. What? The ped farmers. <laughs> That's just me? I'm the only one who got that? I'm... All right. And now it look, he's going to run up to it. It looks totally different. Yeah, it's completely different. <laughs> no, the painting... go, back, go back to the, the shot difference between of the, the platform. Go back between to the, the painting shot. and the animation. I'm sorry. Different. and I, I norm, You know, I normally am not the guy that goes for this kind of thing. <laughs> you don't like to work blue? the perfect shape of a dick. It does look phallic. <laughs> no, I mean what? all the way. All the... Look! <laughs> That's a dick. <laughs> Everything. Is it flopping to the left? Oh, I I don't. Is I, that's this a, part of it? That's is the it ball. Like, yeah, that, that's been... the balls on the bottom. Oh, you're saying just the thing at the end there. The, the shaft and the mushroom. Oh, head. I see what you're it's saying. The whole the whole black, look up mountain platform is a cock. It is. Right. Is this a, really is. sort of a hidden Little Mermaid style uh, pornographic Easter egg? I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, normally I don't like to go this go down this rabbit hole, but that is the really spot-on shape of a I can't shot. believe I missed it. Right. I'm usually on the lookout for penis. Well, <laughs> this is Lookout Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's, why they're, uh, maybe that's why they're not allowed to go up there. <laughs> Adults only. Okay. So, they did fine. I, I like the whole tumbling it. down the mountain and crashing into I just, each other. I, the problem I had was where like, he come, he's not on him anymore and then comes jumping at him. I could not figure out how that logistically was supposed to work, but it's also like why did you shoot? You know that somebody's manipulating your turret. Like, why did you fire? Just trying to get it off real quick. I guess. Or maybe he was like, I wasn't quite there. He's got me right in the sights. Yeah. Or, or he's like, well, it's like whenever you try to stop from coming. 
and I mean, it just I happens. Just <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, I can't, I can't make all these sperms turn around. They're gonna come out all over your pretty face. Oh God! <laughs> the only other script deviation. It's a pretty bad toy. <laughs> uh, Ultra Magnus. Oh. Wasp. Waspimus Prime. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. Um, another point about what we're looking at right here. What seconds? Uh, Twelve twenty-seven. Where uh, um, Ultra Magnus gets up off the ground, and there's that camera spin around. Mm-hmm. I would have said like that's a Michael Bay shot, but um, he has not seen this movie clearly. That's so. true. <laughs> but I, Michael I, Bay has not seen. I guarantee he's animated. not seen this movie. It, that's there was probably a watch party or something at his house, and he was just like getting drunk and trying to figure out which model he was going to bang. This is basically this, what was playing ooh. in the background. Wow, that's so, my for, guess for real. That's like a thing. Yeah, that's in People magazine. He was like, "I was fingering this broad." And Jesus, I, <laughs> no! Come on now. We don't. That like, is. That is. Uh, I don't like his. That's mo- I don't like his. Yeah, I don't like his movies. Uh, but we don't have to. We like, don't have to accuse him of sex crimes. Yeah, yeah, a legend. We've uh, introduced Springer. Springer, but like one is at, at minute three oh one in this in this uh, sixteen minute episode. Ratbat flies into the cave into Autobot City. Uh, Ratbat, he is straight flying into a pussy. It looks like a pussy. It is to go an back expanding vagina, like it's a speculum has been rammed in there. Um, and uh, speculum, that's right. rammed in there. That's right. That's right. That's how it works, ladies. I, I know. I, I, the OBGYN. I thought we there. were gonna get through one yeah. fucking episode. <laughs> I did too. One. Oh. We're so close. Well, I, even, and after that, it says rat bat intruded deep inside. I, I, I was hoping we would get through this. Episode nope. Without Ryan's Hopes having, failed. Like, my uncomfortables. <laughs> Those are your two. I don't like shades. I like seeing outside all I, the time. I do too, but it's different for me because it's a sexual thing. Of like, I want people to see me masturbating. Okay. Otherwise, I can't come. Well, I gonna... think we know what is going to be at the top of the next show. Ryan <laughs> is in character. <laughs> <laughs> Where he swings, which, by the way, very Michael Bay in sequence. Again, swings around in in the same way that whenever I wouldn't call call that Michael Bay. I would call that this, and that Michael Bay (laughs) perhaps. Uh, But that's his thing. I mean, in the same way that when Ultra Magnus stands up and it swings around, that's a very that's That's cool. Maybe shot did. Oh, what if he watched this movie as a kid? And like stole mm-hmm. all the camera angles, and then was like, "I'm gonna fuck this movie up for everybody." <laughs> I think we established two episodes ago that he did not watch this movie. That's right. He was at a watch party, Where I and it was on things. in the background. And instead of watching the movie, he was sexually harassing right. women. He fingered some dogs. God damn it! <laughs> God damn it! Ryan, uh, here's what we're doing for ourselves. We're just creating more and more it's uncomfortable, characters. uncomfortable text situations where we're like, we're taking that out, we're taking that out. No, right. we're not. Here's why we're not. <laughs> no, I like we, take, we can take that offline. Uh, here's the thing: Susan Blue can be just be our all-time always guest. She's yes. alive, yes, and great, yes. yeah. always. Susan Blue, you're invited to be on the Please. podcast. Now and we and also forever. want to talk about uh, uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. I thought he was going to say something bad. <laughs> oh, why? Why? <laughs> you both winced. I'm not. A, I am not offensive. So it's not like a listener stopped listening because of something I said. <laughs> Only one. Uh, but that we, we don't care. <laughs> but we don't care about you. Oof. Sorry, it'll be too wow. specific. Well, she'll never hear it. Uh, <laughs> this is true. <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> so, give us five stars and type. You can type basically whatever you want. Yeah. 
Uh, give us five stars. You can talk about K- Caleb's mother if you'd like. Let's not go five there. Five stars. No. See, <laughs> now I, I know what my Open the door. Say. I open the door to. You fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> so, and also we got a. Unless another... you're complimenting my mother as saying she's a very nice woman. Great cook. Good titties. <laughs> we got there. This has I, been trans- I said I wasn't going to say anything sexual, and I almost immediately did. Well, it's hard for you not to. That's pretty much your go-to. <laughs> Next up so. is... Uh, oh, I got one more. Uh, you mentioned Dirge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you do? Did you have something? To- mm-hmm. Oh, all right. You mentioned Dirge, and this is like a digression that I just came across looking up like stuff a about... A digression? Dirge-gression. Caleb shakes his head. Uh, Caleb's just ready to move on. That's right. I think he's already in trouble with his wife right now. No. <laughs> <laughs> he looked at the mic all scary. Hey, oh, hey, oh, hey, oh, hey, hey, oh, hey. Oh, 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 <laughs> Let's walk that back. Um, anyway, I was looking up because uh, the Coneheads, and I don't even know, I don't even remember making this note. I was probably several martinis in, but... Um, it's one of the things, the a way to remember the Conehead names, I, this must be from the TF Wiki, is that the Coneheads, their um, names are things that actually exist, actual words, as opposed to the other seekers like Starscream, because mm-hmm. their names are Ramjet, Thrust, and Dirge, which are real things like uh, Thrust, I think we all know what that's about, uh, Dirge is a lament for the dead or a song, and then uh, Ramjet is We all know is what a, that's about. That's right. Uh, that's for you. Yeah. What? <laughs> what happened? Ramjet. Where, where am I? Oh, that's, what, that's my name. West says to you all the time. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. Like, do it like that. Ram that jet dick. Or just Ramjet. Ram. <laughs> In that voice, that's very jet. That's sexy. And then you and then you sing a dirge for that pussy afterwards. <laughs> oh, that pussy! <laughs> I came in it. <laughs> that's the song, and it's over. We have gone far afield. In Smurfs, he's grouchy, lazy, handy. He's been in Scooby-Doo, Garfield. Wait a minute. None of us can forget about those scenes with Handy. It was blue. I can't believe it made it on air. Blue. Blue. (laughs) (laughs) So... Uh, uh, Eleven. We can do this, Caleb. Cool. Don't you worry about no, it. No, don't Hey, it's cool. No, this is. We're doing great. This is. Thanks for the positive vibes. You're welcome, dude. <laughs> so uh, hold on, hold on. I love both of you guys. I love hey, you. I love you guys I love too. You. Hug, group hug. We're really group hugging. Yeah. Up uh, all in the mic. Uh, maybe yeah. I'm kissing it's a little. It's kind of weird. Mm. Well, and I'm still touching my dick. Yeah. Uh, that never. Yeah, you never put that away. Never it's did. just been flopped out this ne- whole time. <laughs> and it's weird because it won't get hard. No, and it, and it flops by itself. <laughs> it's like an animatronic toy that you just push the like no, what the are, paw. What are it's those, like a uh, severed organ. No, it, uh, what are those uh, those uh, uh, those kids water toys? That it was like a. It's like a clown head, and it's and called, it's like it's like, it has like all these weight, like wa- like the wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube men. That would what that is what your that is what your that's what your dick would be. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Uh huh. Useless. <laughs> no, but entertaining. Yep. Everybody <laughs> likes to laugh at it. It has a purpose. Well, for mine, uh, this one is a long one, so everybody hunker down. Take your dicks out. Take your pussies out. Let's not. Get, not in get, this climate. get yourself a drink and let's listen to this fucking shit. Consensually do the things that yes, Ryan just thank said. You, thank you. <laughs> I assumed they were alone. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so. <laughs> Aside from uh, Transformers, uh, what do you guys remember about the 80s? 
I remember anything. Quite a I mean, uh, yeah. Well, that's a good question. Ten whole years of our lives were spent in this decade. Yes. <laughs> and it wasn't all transformable robots. Um, I remember. I mean, Reagan, obviously. Oh, uh, I lost my virginity in the eighties. You did? did? Yeah, I was twelve. You eighty-nine. Mm, your self no, virginity. Did not lose your virginity in the eighties. It is weird to think. Like I you think of, of of like. You know, I did a lot of my fundamental gro- fundamental growing up was in the '80s, but like in '89, I was 12. So yeah. speaking of the '80s, reading re- re- <laughs> reading is fundamental. <laughs> I remember uh, Pizza Hut had that like reading program where you uh, read you so a, many books and get pe- private pan pizzas. Personal pan. personal pan pizzas. Private <laughs> private pan. That is whenever you go in the back with the you, cook. They shape the pizza in the shape of a dick. I don't know. What, I don't know what program you were in, but I did not get any private. I pans. think you were just molested, yeah. Ryan. <laughs> did you guys avoid the noid? Well, <laughs> I do. I mean, guys, what did you get your significant squeezes this year? Anything? Oh, it's real exciting. An orgasm. <laughs> That's, that's supposed to, so it's just a special once a year thing? Yeah, well, she'd never had one before um, with me, just exclusively. And uh, so I just watched her with a vibrator. <laughs> I was like, Merry Christmas to you. And Caleb, something similar, I'm sure. Oh, when you've been as married as long as I have. Uh... As married. You're super married. I'm so married. <laughs> Speaking of Caleb, let's not. Oh, we have to? <laughs> well, the every man of the podcast seems perpetually angry or just waiting for the show to be over. Perhaps because he is so often the whipping boy to Aaron and Ryan. I'm your host, Aaron, along with my co-hosts. I am Ryan. I'm Caleb Hill. And, uh, this... <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted you. Right off the bat. I didn't have to say hello. I'm sorry. Fuck you, Caleb. Get the fuck out of here. It's going to be like this. This is what I have to look forward to. How many minutes long is this movie? 90. We have 90 episodes. I've got 90 of these beginning. When are you coming around? You know that in an intro, you're not allowed to ad-lib. You can't say hello. We talked about this. Uh, Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. So... Uh, this De Laurentis Entertainment Group. Um, is that Dino De Laurentis? Uh, yes, that would be an ah. Italian producer. Um, this is one of the first. When you do that, it actually you can hear it. Oh, I'm so, sorry. It's okay. <laughs> Uh, That's when you're supposed to be like, "Fuck you, Caleb! Get the fuck out of here!" Uh, this is one of the first. Fu- you guys did no, as well. I, I definitely did. Did you guys do any research? Not really. Okay. Listen, I looked up the composer. I <laughs> found that nice, rocky. Nice job. Okay. All right. All right. You did your part, Caleb. Uh, once again, has failed. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I hope every episode we have the berate Caleb corner. <laughs> just take two thirty seconds, or we just say whatever the fuck we want. You to piece him. of shit. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so uh, apparently, uh, and uh, we are your hosts as we take you along this uh, 90-ish episode journey, breaking down the Transformers movie God. minute. <laughs> it's already out. <laughs> yep. I am so tired. Okay, so this is episode two, where to the five-minute mark. How about that? I'm here. My name is Aaron. Uh, I'm with my co-hosts. I'm Ryan. Hi, I'm Caleb. And uh, <laughs> what? You just sounded like a bouncy, cheerful little boy. Hi, I'm, I'm Caleb. Caleb. And I, this is. Okay. <laughs> um, an excellent intro indeed. Certainly, uh, if our listeners have stuck with us now, they're definitely 
here for the long haul. Yeah, hopefully they have some sympathy for me at this point. Uh, you are. <laughs> I feel like sometimes we do gang up on you and treat you kind of like a punching bag, but... But, no, whatever. But uh, it's not going to stop. <laughs> <laughs> Every Everybody needs a foil. All right, well, let's foil it up. Let's... Okay, all right. So, <laughs> here in this minute... Animal. Right. Oh, yeah. And I can't even watch animated violence against animals for without sobbing uncontrollably. Anyway, Ryan, he, so I brought it down. He's such a, a cynical, vile person that when yeah, it comes to certain things, well, it's just... a confluence. Uh, <laughs> hey, I'm 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 complex. So I just want to talk for a second and a half about mm-hmm. the in our way thing again because uh, uh, that's it. You're right. You're right. Fuck, you're right. But so. I, I still don't understand because the. I don't understand why you're still talking because the minute the second and a half is over with. Caleb is not allowed to have any more drinks. He's in rare form. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm talking. All right, please continue. Earlier you said that you will speak to us in ways via via text. email or text that you would never speak to us in real life. Ladies and gentlemen, Caleb is, can be, uh, I think, a hilarious dick via text. <laughs> But he, he's a very nice guy in real I, life. I am. Uh, but now here he us. is. Here he is, proving his earlier statements uh, wrong. You were a dick in real life. Uh, only when I'm drinking at ten thirty in the morning. <laughs> Cut this shit right out. <laughs> Cut this shit out all the time. Thank you for listening, we everybody. Are idiots. Cut the shit. Thank out. It's been a great Cut time. It out. They- Cut it out. I'm done. No, go ahead and wrap it up. Wrap it up. <laughs> thank you. All right, thank you for listening. Thanks, guys. See you next time. Bye. Get the fuck out Next time. Probably we won't, but who knows? We got 65 <laughs> episodes to discuss, it, so mm-hmm. it'll probably come up again. Yeah, but this is the only one where he transforms into that cat. He's even got horns on him. He needs to blow those, those horns. Those are smokestacks. No, right? on his shoulder. On his shoulders. Like coming out like oh, this. Oh, on his chest. Yeah. Oh, those horns. Yeah, on his chest. Yeah. Fwamp, fwamp. Fwamp, fwamp, indeed. So coming up next episode. Oh, let's not play that. The Kakaracha? No, that's no. like the southern thing. That's the, <laughs> oh, Dixie. It's, I don't want to play Dixie. It's the Duke's a hazard. It, yeah, but that had a rebel flag on the car. All right, cut it That out. could not air today. What if Prime had a rebel flag All on right. the car? All right. <laughs> oh, we've hit a... Oh, I, okay. Ryan hates the South. If it's you're not, from, the, if you're from the South, listen, the South is fine. It's just people with a rebel flag on anything is ridiculous. So Mississippi still has a rebel flag on its flag. That is dumb. Let's end this. All right, we'll probably cut all this out. Nope. That's okay. It's important. This is our <laughs> political statement. But, but it's we like, don't like racists. This is making me look, Caleb. Do you this, like that's racists? The that's the problem. This is making me look like some sort of like. I don't know why you want the South to rise again, like you said before we went on air. I don't. I just... (laughs) All right. So, (laughs) that'll teach you to make comments. (laughs) Jesus. Next episode, it's just going to be Ryan and I for our 21st (laughs) episode of the Autopod Decepticast. And join me on my uh, uh, Auto South (laughs) Deceptic Confederacy. Oh, no. Same, we need to, yeah, the same. You need he to, only I, celebrates robots of Southern heritage like Ironhide. <laughs> I like how you're coming at me, but you're you're the one escalating it in your own mind. Like this is gonna be none of this edit. is coming from me. <laughs>
<laughs> this is going from are your brains. Any, are the other other transformers that a southern sort of thing? I mean, we'd love it if you'd visit our web presence mm-hmm. at autopoddecepticast.com. iTunes users, please rate and subscribe. Five stars, please. Bye. Oh, eat, oh. eat a dick. Oh, I thought you were just going to plug something. All right, everybody, please listen to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Tune in. Does anybody listen on TuneIn? I don't know. Shout out and tell us if you listen on TuneIn. That was Caleb's or... idea if you think that was stupid. <laughs> wow, <laughs> just throw just it, throw it wherever I can. I mean... <laughs> Follow us on our social I think it's working very well right now, but if if, uh, if we develop a tagline, I mean, we've got, uh, what, like 50 episodes left to go? Yeah. Wow, that's only like two-thirds of what we've already done. Like, we're a third of the way through this. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Way to go, guys. I can't, I mean, it's weird to I'm also 25 episodes. I'm kind of sad about it, though. I'm like, I'm not. Damn. <laughs> My wife's not. <laughs> oh, she does not care for it. Spoilers, that's going to come back to bite him. Well, well not really. But an attempted bite. That's right. <laughs> it'll it'll be in digestion. It, isn't it, in, it'll, it, it gets them from the inside, right? That's how, that's how they get you. <laughs> from the inside out. That's where they get you. The okay, so <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I know, I know, I know. No, it's it's. I, I, I want a quick interjection. I have no sure. problem with it. It's just a point of noting, and I don't want to make you self-aware. But uh, when you do segues, you you re- I repeat to repeat the last know, thing I know, that was I said. Do. I know, I do it, all the time. Yeah, yeah. So like uh, the last thing that was said. Yeah. Right, so I'll, I'll start. I'm gonna start to try to to like fuck with me. Yeah, pretty much. You're good. Yeah, right, pretty much. So we're yeah, okay. Pretty much. Okay, go ahead, Aaron. No, no, no. I'll, I'll work on it, Caleb. Aaron will work on it. <laughs> so the and I am Caleb, and are we halfway through? What's what's the halfway mark for this? Uh, oh gosh, eighty-five divided by two-ish, forty something and a half. Oh god! Yeah, we're listen. Slow. I every episode that we go, I get a little I like a sad because it does have a, a lifespan. I like doing this. This is one of my favorite creative things to do, and it's like it does have an end date. And I'm like, cancer, kill me now. <laughs> Super. <laughs> we'll put his picture up at R.I.P. Caleb. Oh, oh, that's sweet. I'm Ryan, and I don't want to be there. And I'm Caleb, and you can just uh, uh, you can just go. Fuck yourself. <laughs> okay, great. I don't know what to say. That went. Somewhere. Another great APDC intro. <laughs> yes. How about them? In the long string about, of ridiculous introduction. How about them improv skills? <laughs> uh, last episode. Caleb. Hey, it's recording. Let him. Uh, let him talk. Hello. Uh, yeah, I just got here. Okay. I was hoping to call in to the show. <laughs> well, I have you on speakerphone and we're recording. Have you started, you haven't started the episode yet? No, we haven't. Oh, okay. <laughs> you sound great. I was hoping that, you know, I'm trying to get in on the action a little bit. <laughs> How do you want to do that? Maybe, maybe I'd make a joke or something. <laughs> okay. Do you have one prepared? I'll, I'll just wing it, you know, how I do. <laughs> so are you saying you'd like to do that? <laughs> yeah.
<laughs> Are you saying you'd like to just be left on speakerphone this this whole recording session? Oh, I don't know about that. We'll see. We'll see. Right I mean, we're getting ready to start. It's up to you guys. <laughs> you'd have to hold the phone up to the mic, I guess. Yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> it sounds pretty good coming through the headphones. Let's kick it off, then. <laughs> Do you even know what minute we're going to... You can't. You won't be able to hear the minute. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> Does it ever really matter with me? <laughs> All right, I'm going to get... What a little asshole. Our next segment is just... I mean, it's just general potpourri nonsense, and who the fuck even cares? Seeing, I get uh, whatever we, I think we understood it as a Lithonian shopping mall. That's what it seems. <laughs> yes. Perhaps a food court. Perhaps it's a. Uh, I don't see any shops. It just seems like they're walking around. They are just walking <laughs> with potions and vials. And yeah, that was one thing I had a question liquids. whenever I started watching this. I was like, oh, and that was this was before I realized it was a rocky planet as well. But I'm like, do they even have silica to make glass? But obviously they do. Mm-hmm. And so they that have huge was a, open pits of, lo- yeah, of lava. Yeah, pits of lava Can- running through massive the, canyons. the world. So and why do they need the glass though? Why can't why wouldn't it just can it just be a metal container or a rock container? I guess you could say the same thing about my question is <laughs> what's up with all the containers in the first place? <laughs> <laughs> because you see all these containers. What see, is up? You see a guy bring a uh, like a floating cart into a into a laboratory sure. and the guy's pouring stuff together. Right. And then Unicron comes, those fall apart and break and then the then it's then it's Done. I mean, do we ever do they ever circle back on what's going on with these guys with the potions? No, they're just they so you're appear concerned to be, with what you call is them potions. With all the so, so I was gonna say they appear to be scientists, <laughs> or like or technicians, technicians of some sort coming to they're, do do science. But in your your world of this, they're clearly they're wizards. Yeah, they're clearly space wizards. <laughs> <laughs> it's an apothecary. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm sure there's more than that. But, uh, so, Laserbeak. He's, go ahead, sorry. Yeah, no, I was just going to say about Laserbeak, uh, and this comes up later with Springer, but I love in the Transformers, they are not shy about, like, well, he needs a video camera. Ah, make it pop out of the top of his fucking head. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. like, he could use his eyes. <laughs> right, but no. It's <laughs> just a fucking <laughs> camera. Yeah, yeah, they need it. Yeah, and they could have done a, a shot where... You know, just it's red or something like a red filter yep. indicating it's his vision, and I'm record and a little record button symbol. <laughs> in the right. I also think he could have just like held up like his little robot arms holding a camera. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like his like feet, a like his birdie robot feet. Yeah, like, what is, and like, it's he's cranking it. Well, not even that. Just like, <laughs> like, like, like a 1920s you one, camera. Like, you see one towel and like come up, and he's like holding a handheld like you know. No, I want it to be one camera. of those like. Uh, Shoulder like old '80s VHS news guys. Yeah, kitchen sports action. He flies back to Cybertron. They're like, we can't use this. They like, they all have this like Betamax. It's not compatible with my system. So Soundwave transforms into the playing device into a VCR, and Laserbeak transforms into a tape that just doesn't fit in the slot. Damn you! things about this that actually kind of cracks me up so uh daniel wants to go watch the shuttle ran and hot rod is a total fucking dick about it he's like talk about talk about dull, dull dano i, I should have i should have just let you do that say that again 
Talk about dull, Dano. Exactly. So, but a shuttle landing by our standards is, would probably be pretty exciting, right? So I get that this is a line to indicate that Hot Rod's kind of an impulsive, adolescent, shoot-from-the-hip, action-seeking kind of yeah. guy. But they were just fishing! <laughs> yeah, That's an excellent point. Fewer activities are more boring than holding a pole... It's not even like they're casting and reeling in. It's just stationary bobber fishing. And he got very excited when that he got oh, that fish. Hey. Maybe it's he just his hobby up. and he fucking hates ships. <laughs> Maybe so, I guess. Maybe he was in an accident. It's the everyday thing versus, like, fishing is more of an excitement to him. Okay, whatever. Uh, by the way, just so you... Mm-hmm. Solid. I had Astrotrain. Uh, I did not have Blitzwing. Um, but uh, this was, uh, I kind of fell down a real deep rabbit hole of like looking up the triple changers and stuff. And like it was more of the, uh, like I said before, of, uh, oh, is it a concentration thing? Uh, is it a skill that they've learned? And um, it was, um, this is from the Transformers Wiki. Um, they, they mimic what they transform into. They aren't that thing. So they're just mimicking it. Uh, in the Ultimate Doom Part 2, Prime reverses the polarity of his windshield for visibility during a thunderstorm, indicating that he sees out of his windows so um it's like real fluid as to what they're they possibly could be i mean it could everybody be a triple shooter i don't know i mean so is blitzwing not a tank right now no <laughs> with a turret he's not what he's is mimicking he? a tank but he sh is so. he mimicking a plane when he was a yes. plane right before they're that? mimicking what they are they aren't that thing which is weird to think. Now, does well, this apply to all Transformers or just Triple Changers? According to the Transformers wiki, it's all Transformers. They're not what they... Tra they are not the thing. They are mimicking that thing. They are robots in disguise. So True. It wouldn't be a, it wouldn't be a, 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 a car that is disguising itself as a robot. Right. So in true... Like, we, we refer to the, a car playing as the alt mode, but technically mm -hmm. it's... Not an alt mode, it's just it's their it's just a, mode. It's their costume. <laughs> These guys are always ready for Halloween. Well, that's how they... As, as, as in but the they only have one costume every year. So boring. So I mean, oh. that's, But that's how they so, are able to... That's like, you know, that's the whole premise of, of the movies and the G1 is that's, that's how they can keep from being discovered uh, as being like this alien life form and how they can move around in society that isn't ready yet. <laughs> We're... This That's is just settling in, guys. To yeah. realize, I mean, this after is decades of terrestrial life. So, but that's a cool way to think about it. They're, yeah. they're not a tank. They are a robot who looks like a it's tank. It's mimicking a tank. Yeah. Yeah, I can get behind that. Wilson Forms goes their separate ways. Uh, RC is a little concerned. They've got to transform the city. They know that's going to probably close some look, things off. Look how he's kind of like oh, yeah. grabbing her by the wrist. It's not cool. <laughs> He's like grabbing her by the wrist. Well, that is uh, twelve forty-three. What we're the, looking here's at. the question. I mean, are you thinking? Are they boyfriend that, girlfriend? Well, that's thing one. Is he, he cares about her? He's trying to get her out of danger. B. Uh, he's just being like a nineteen fifties style hero thing. Sexism. It is super sexist because you would never do that to a male quote unquote Autobot. <laughs> I would I would be okay if I saw him doing that. I I would be more forgiving of him if I saw him also doing that to male Autobots, grabbing them by the wrist and leaving them around. Yeah, <laughs> and the impression in the I guess it, I don't know her that by it, the wrist. I don't know that it's never explicitly. I don't think it's ever explicitly said. Yeah, pause on that. That uh, in the show that Springer and RC are together, um, but that's the impression I get that they're boyfriend. So he girlfriend. should hold her by the hand instead of grab. Well, see, then he let go. He does. That's weird. So it's not. 
But again, in the show, I was always. Like, I don't know if they ever address it. I'd have to watch everything all over that again. That was a very subtle like gesture. I mean, you wouldn't normally pick that up. Yeah. We had to froze that. Yeah, I know. Well, no, I it always I, I, it I always picked up me. on it. it yeah, I always me. picked up on it because to me, I always wondered if there was this sort of. Um, you know, jealousy or rivalry yes. dynamic between Hot Rod and Springer yes. for RC because there are points in the movie where RC and Hot Rod have some banter that you think, well, and, and right now she cares so much about them, but maybe she just cares about them. Why, I, why does a relationship have to be a part of it? Maybe she just cares about her allies that are still trapped outside well, the city. Or is it because Hot Rod is her, you know, her, uh, you know, in a, they're in a, some kind of relationship, but... Well, There's never overt. It's always what? sub. It's always kind of like, not, and maybe we're just all like, "This is the first time a fe- a girl's True. around here. A girl's what's she doing? Oh my god! Oh, does she like oh, him? Does she like him? Does well, she like me? Yeah, like, they don't, like they don't know how to handle gender. Right? Exactly. It is weird. It is weird. Like, it why, is weird. why would Transformers have gender at all? Yeah, it's Obviously, really weird. We know why that? I mean, Alita one. But um, also, it, uh, I will say that in the script, and this is, I, I have this in my notes way later because it comes into play whenever they're pushing the catapult into place, but legit in the script that is written, it says they have sexual tension between RC and Hot Rod. Oh. So it's, yeah. it's intentional. There okay. you go. There you go. This, this is a great minute because so much happens, but like the Dinobots, okay, up top, why are they so goddamn goofy in this posit? Right? Oh, he went a little too far. But um, whenever he kicks Grimlock, the look on his face is like an underbite that is so goofy. <laughs> uh, and so, like, the Dinobots in this scene, it's like slapstick. There's another thing that bothers me more. Grimlock I never noticed until I went this frame by frame, but, like, right. boom, right yeah, there. I, I, I know what you're talking about. I frame by frame, but he's, like, got this sort of Cro-Magnon. Like, yeah, like an under, huge like, underbite. Yeah, the the... the, the the illustrations on this scene aren't necessarily that one didn't bother best. me as much. But I know I, where you're one, going. Okay, that's bothered me since yeah. I was a kid. Let me see if I can just. If you can oh, well, it. you saw it for half a second. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so let's here, comes here, here it comes. Here's what you like. Um, at 1904, and he gets punched in the back. Look at that's his what, eyes. And there's straight up 1904 <laughs> Looney Tunes eyes pop out of his head. What the fuck is happening? Did you, no- did you notice that as a kid? Yes. Oh yeah. Because as a kid, that I one's thought, way more noticeable than the Grimlock. Yeah, one. it's quite ridiculous. Even they're even cross-eyed and googly-eyed. <laughs> like, wow. why would you do this now? Yeah, and of he, all times, in a movie where there isn't much cartoonish effect, that is a pretty hilarious. Yeah, and we're coming, like we're coming up on the, one of the most serious. Not to movie. mention. <laughs> Look, his whole body is like yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, we're and again we're coming up on one of the most uh, like serious huh. moments of the movie, and it's like they did they went to Bruce Belanche for punch up on there's this. There's gotta chip. be there's gotta be <laughs> Bruce Belanche. If anybody gets that, please take your Centrum Silver, <laughs> the comedy king of the of my grandpa. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> I'll, I'll take uh, the center square of Bruce Belanche. <laughs> Thank you. <What's, laughs> ah, that's what's, more Rip Taylor. <laughs> so what's up with that? That's weird. Yeah, it's real weird. I couldn't find anything in my research. I did some Google searches for why is this part animated so strangely, and I, nothing came up. Like I was hoping to find that maybe they farmed out the animation. Oh, to I fucking hate somebody that. else. I will say that um, this exact moment is iconic uh, because this is the one that you can tell if you were to mm-hmm. watch it. Yeah, if you watch in it. normal motion, you can you can see it's quick. Uh, but at any rate, so I have there's a third party company called Fans. Oh my god. And I ha- <laughs> And I have the character right there. His name is Stomp instead of Sludge. But anyway, they homaged that moment. There's an extra part that if I transformed him into 
Dinobot mode that you could insert that, those googly <laughs> eyeballs. Just We're looking to, at a uh, picture, right? We'll throw that up on the in the notes or um, put it on Facebook and Twitter for sure. But, but it's funny. It's pretty good. It's <laughs> an awesome little homage they did there to this <laughs> even <laughs> stupid moment. You just look. It almost looks like. Like shitty '80s Hanna Barbera animation. Yeah, it is straight up Looney Tunes. <laughs> but and his his cap his his back doesn't really yeah, break open. Like I know it's like folded it's in. in, like he's made of clay. It's, this is it's yeah. flexible, but not dented. Yeah, it looks like he's a, a like a blow up like children's birthday party. Well, lawn or like one of those creature. clowns that you punch and they can pop back up. <laughs> it seems that they get they have a hard time trying to figure out how to animate something that is mimicking something that is organic. You know, uh, this whole thing is just perplexing. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what it. This is episode twenty-two. We are covering from twenty-one oh one in the movie to the twenty-two minute mark. My name is Aaron, your host, and I'd like to introduce my piece of shit co-hosts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ryan, piece of shit. I'm Caleb, piece of shit. Ryan, why are you such a nauseating fuck sloth? Well, I think that it probably comes down to um, I, I don't care about anyone. And um, I only want things for myself, and I'm just like, man, just make the cum come out. <laughs> Caleb, I'd pose the same question to you, sir. I, I think it's obvious I hang out with you dudes. <laughs> so Bad choices. He becomes Rodimus mm-hmm. Prime to talk about that, but... Um, yeah, Ultra Magnus uh, claims he's not worthy. He's just a soldier. He's humble. And, um, you know, I don't know why he seems so shocked, though. I mean, he's basically second in command. Yeah. He's in charge of this city. He's also a truck. He's also, <laughs> always, obviously, it's a it's a stipulation because Rodimus becomes a truck. And well, but maybe, at that point, you know, maybe he's playing it down. I mean, <laughs> maybe you know, so. Or maybe uh, you just have to have a trailer. That's he's like, I'm not worthy. Hands motioning towards. It was just like he's obviously in the line of succession. Yeah, yeah. It's not a shot. So when Prime dies, does um, Ultra Magnus get to keep Prime's trailer? I think it. I think it goes with him into the pocket universe. What? I like a pocket universe is like the theory of why, like, um, you can uh, have like a trailer come out of nowhere, yeah. or like you can carry, like a bag of holding where things just go into a, a realm where you can pull it out at any time. It's well, just I think it's just the tra- his trailer is always just outside, s- sitting off camera. So yeah, lo- <laughs> nope. It comes out. It's of way the more complicated than that. <laughs> you don't even understand. Well, the I quantum w- filaments. I want to think that Ultra Magnus, uh, on his day off, is just like I think I'm going to r- drive around with the with Optimus's trailer today, just for. Like he inherited it. Like yeah. was a, in the well, last well, he, inherited the, he inherited the Matrix. Ultra Magnus, the Matrix is yours. Also, if you want it, can my I, trailer, or no, you could sell it. I'm at not worthy to Prime, but can I? Can I have your trailer? <laughs> Really cool. It is to you, really old cool. friend. <laughs> that roller thing <laughs> that we saw in Ultra One episode that is would be pretty cool. sweet. I would love to see Ultra Magnus just riding around with Prime's trailer. As would it be his... hooked up in the back or loaded up onto his car carrier? Uh, Ooh, a double trailer situation. Or like, a ta- yeah. or like a tandem. Like he just pulls it around behind That's the other the trailer. Saying, yeah. Yeah. Or maybe he stacks it on top. Right. <laughs> or maybe he pushes it around in front. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, so... Right. That was great. I'm glad Perfect. we did this. I, I want to interject real quick. I, I've been trying to lose a little weight, and I have switched to drinking Diet Vince Cola. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> That's a pretty good pun. 
Very good. It's better than the caffeine-free How long have you been holding on to that? For about five minutes. All right. <laughs> I'm glad you got it in there. Yeah. Well, I had to. It slipped somewhere. it right in there <laughs> in uh, no way that was convenient. Nope. <laughs> All right. What oh, can stand do, in Unicron's way? We didn't do the iconic moment. Nope. All right. We was not going to do it this episode. What you got? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, okay. We can... We can... I'm the ghost of the iconic moment. <laughs> you know. <laughs> okay. Caleb, what was your iconic moment? Uh, when the ghost of the iconic moment. Uh, no, sorry. That's uh, all coming out, by the way. <laughs> onto the set. All of that. You guys hated that. I feel like everything that we do that's obviously not coming out, Ryan can sense, or is coming out, Ryan can sense it, and he just gets angry because he no, sees the work in front not, of him. No, it's not. It's just like I have to stitch it to the the thing that's before it, So, it, but sometimes it's I real, a real twist. I thought it didn't work out. Okay, uh, iconic moment. Honestly, this episode, that last previous segment should mm-hmm. be shown at business schools yeah frankly uh unicron conducts what i can only assume is the transformers equivalent of waterboarding upon <laughs> megatron <laughs> and megatron folds like clean towels out of the laundry and that okay i'm glad all these off the cuff jokes that have not in any way been prepared don't know what you're talking about so mm. at 3101 we'll obey Comma, you, you Unicron. Unicron, right. I yeah. feel is like he talking to Unicron or is it talking to himself? I think, I feel like, I think he's talking to the audience. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he's talking to you. He does turn around pretty quickly of like, I belong to nobody. Two seconds go by. Hey, I'm well, I'm going to walk that back a bit. He, he did the, well, and he did the same. He did the, he did the Megatron, same thing. Yeah. Megatron. And didn't, didn't Megatron say, I belong to nobody? Is that a callback that I've never picked uh, up on? Oh, yeah. He says he says you belong to me now, and Megatron says I, I belong, belong to, to nobody. nobody. Yeah. Oh, Holy wow. shit! Yeah, I I have never oh, put yeah, that together. I never did either? Yeah, That's so for anybody awesome. who asks whether Megatron and Galvatron remit, like have any semblance of in. each other, I mean they do for it's sure. Just a remind, it's just, this is a reminder Holy here that it's got to reel yeah. back in a little bit. Unicron's uh, thirty up. years of this movie. Basically, more maybe twenty five. What are we? Thirty one. Celebrated the thirtieth. Right? Yeah, yeah thirty one in August. So. Yeah. Never uh, the reveal that basically like the self destruct has done nothing. Uh, it hasn't hurt That's him true. at all, and essentially all is lost. And then again, we have uh, uh, just assumed that Spike and Bumblebee are toast. I wish they were, just to make Daniel's life harder. Speaking of toast. <laughs> speaking of toast. <laughs> You guys use toast it? in your stuffing? Do you dice it up and jam it in your honey baked ham since you don't have a you turkey? No, I was just going to say I had I had quite the memorable toast of uh, uh, at the meal of uh, toasting my family and being thankful for everything that we had. What'd you say? I said, "In jester <laughs> and victory." <laughs> you definitely should do that. <laughs> They're just going to look at you like you're a piece of shit. <laughs> Like, He's and, got this facial expression. Yeah, it's kind of and then He's Daniel's smiling. Daniel's reaction is like the reaction of a kid who has wandered into the wrong <laughs> confessional. If you know what I'm talking about, like oh no, oh no, it's out. Yeah. So 
So That's our, a pedophile joke. Yeah, that happens, by <laughs> the way. Man. I don't understand pedophile jokes. Let's move on. <laughs> okay. Uh, but so RC pulls out Daniel's exosuit and mm-hmm. uh, says that Daniel can probably be a little less worthless, that uh, he, can, he can just put that Dad's on. Dad's old exosuit. I definitely want to, for some Halloween, make this as a costume. Wow. I, I'll probably do the, like, a, I'll do RoboCop first because that's another, like, robot exosuit I want to build. Yeah. But this is, like, down the line. I want to do an exosuit from Transformers as Why a costume. Why are you costume. waiting? Just jump in here. It's true. No one I'll cares see you guys about later. RoboCop. Everybody, more people care about RoboCop than Transformers. Than this costume. cares about RoboCop. It's this, true. This reference would not be even, I mean, it would be Probably, well received by Transformers fans at, like, a convention. But that's true. Else would really if know. we went to, like, a BotCon. Right. Um, but so, also, Ryan can fit into this. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hey. Damn. Ryan Short Joe. Nice. The roast no is one. over. All right. So, Listen, so you, didn't you get don't a even know. Actually, That's true. I'm very tiny. That, this Ryan's a, I'm tiny. fun size. I'm, that is honestly the first really good dig, probably, in almost 50 episodes. Because most, my of size, the time, yeah. most of the time, Caleb is the one that gets shit on for, it's true. for his lack of. Pre- which is really funny because Caleb is actually. Probably the most emotionally well-adjusted in real life, minus text exchanges. <laughs> he's the most. He's the most well-adjusted. Right. But for whatever reason, we give him the most shit on this show. Yeah. Uh, so I'm glad you're here to nail Ryan. You're welcome. Bring me Ryan, down a peg. Listen, here's thank, the thank, thing. Here's the thing. I love Ryan, yeah. but Ryan is definitely fun size. Like, <laughs> it's true. Like I see this. Whatever this. Uh, what do you call exosuit? it? Exosuit. Like, exosuit. Mm-hmm. And I, I see it that in her arms. That a child arms, fits in. <laughs> in her arms. What's her name again? RC. RC. She looks like she might be a little taller than me, but not much. But I could <laughs> definitely see myself holding this this costume or uniform. Or what, what do you call it? Exosuit. <laughs> Exosuit. Putting it down and making right. Someone lifts hop, me up into Ryan's it. Ryan's going to oh, hop like, on into it. That's really funny. The way that Springer lifts up Daniel yeah. and, and slides him into the and, exosuit. And it's going to fit perfectly. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. If anyone can still possibly be listening. The three hosts seem to have a love for casually dropping references to horrific disasters. Let's take a listen. With a little bit of uh, horror, really. Yeah. Uh, I guess, yeah, the last where we last left off, Unicron was closing It was in. their 9-11. Ooh. <laughs> I'm invoking 9-11 up top. <laughs> That's good. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Inside job, follow the money, qui bono. So, so wait a minute. So, so does that mean that they uh, somebody told Unicron to come to their own planet and eat it? Is yeah. Un- is Unicron a Muslim extremist? Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's, this... I didn't think this joke through. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, the, so the very first look, it's Unicron. Which, yeah. which uh, as a kid, I thought he was saying marvelous. I thought Ma- that too. That's in my notes. <laughs> Are you reading my notes? No, I have that written down too. Yeah. And what, that makes no sense. Because he'd be like, is he the Marshall Applewhite of this Mark. community? Like, what? They thought he was so like. Wait, maybe he's the person who brought Unicron here. He's the inside guy. Bono, follow the money. Unicron can't melt steel beams. (laughs) Inside job. Watch that documentary. It's truth. Anyway, yeah, but like, I didn't know that. That's the thing is, they name these people, but you'd have no context. So it's like. How would I know that? What's his name? Arbalus or Arbalus? Arbalus. I thought the same thing. I didn't realize he was saying Arbalus until probably a few years later. 
the Marvel comic, there was a Marvel comic adaptation of this movie, and so you saw the names of the characters and the dialogue, and that's when I realized he was saying... By the way, Marshall the Applewhite name. was the uh, Heaven's Gate cult leader who uh, they all killed themselves. <laughs> Thanks for explaining five Maybe minutes some later. <laughs> I like right. to work Marshall You're going to be Apple the Dennis White. Miller of this podcast, aren't you? Oh, so I turn into a really crazy right-wing guy at the end? <laughs> uh, just, I think it's more about your obscure references. Hey, but, hey cha-cha. <laughs> And he's like, <laughs> I don't know. Let me check with my people. And then they go protocol. to another. And finally, we get to auto to, to Bumblebee and Spike. And then eventually, we find out the papers saying that they were determined to attack the towers were sitting on the desk all the whole time. The conspiracy is real. Inside job, <laughs> follow the money. How many 9/11 references <laughs> can we make throughout this podcast? I'd say we're five for five. I think it's a, I think it's only three, maybe. Okay, <laughs> I don't know. You're doing the editing, so um, okay. So what happens? Um, but this is I asked you this, and you told me the answer, but I'm pretend like I uh, I didn't know. Um, I never really realized. I didn't think about this until watching it. But who Daniel's mother is, and why we never see her? Um, who is his mother? Uh, Carly. Yeah, the only she's the only girl he, Spike's really with in the show, I guess. I don't. I mean, really... we assume it's Carly. They're married later on in the series, right. and they were boyfriend girlfriend in the pre movie. What first if he stole seasons. a boy? <laughs> Maybe they kidnapped. <laughs> that's oh, that's Adam Walsh's son. Oh my god! <laughs> Luckily, uh, most people won't get that <laughs> reference. Don't start googling it right now, though. <laughs> um, at the shuttle like I did with my super lenses, but that's taking more time. Why would maybe... you not take a babysitter seriously? <laughs> what do you mean by that? The call's coming from inside the house. Yeah. Inside job? Inside job. Follow the money. Qui bono. Uh, Excellent. We did it. Yes. <laughs> uh, a couple... So in the... That's a good... You know what? Why don't, whenever they fly out of the shuttle, why doesn't Megatron have the shuttle crash into Autobot City? Like have somebody take the controls or just and nine eleven the city it that way yeah exactly oh. we brought nine eleven follow my, the money we bono the way it goes why don't they just not use the shuttle at all? <laughs> I mean they had a plan they had a plan I, but no I, I love that this actually did have Astro Train mm-hmm. I, my notes said Space Train uh, but. <laughs> But um, that was that transformer that I got because it could turn into three different things, um, yep. and, and it, it was not a great toy. Uh, it looked cool. Strong disagree. I, well, I, mean, I I got it because I felt like some family member suggested, "Hey, this one turns into three. Now we only have to buy one toy for three things. <laughs> yeah, for three things." Uh, but coincidentally, that's the same year the Challenger blew up. R.I.P. Yeah. Um, my thought, because Space Train does turn Rest into in peace, space. Challenger uh, Shuttle. I oh, thought the it, shuttle? We're, we're, we're R.I.P. the shuttle. R.I.P. It blew itself up because it was so embarrassed to be affiliated with Astro Train. Too soon? Question mark? This is my favorite ramble. And not where I thought you were going. Anyway, or at least, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Ron Friedman. I would see how Ron Friedman might feel as though he's been insulted. We've said some us. uncharitable things that have been harsh, but, <laughs> but I no, I want to understand him though. I want to understand him. He seems like a likable guy. Sure. Oh, I think he'd be very entertaining. <laughs> I love that script. Yeah, he yeah. knows. He knows it's not good. <laughs> I, who doesn't? Oh, who doesn't enjoy reading the scribblings of a madman? <laughs> 
It's like uh, Ted Kaczynski and his uh, Ooh, okay. his manifesto. <laughs> this is much more readable than Ted Kaczynski's manifesto. It is a uh, country on iTunes. But we also want to be aware that you are uh, acknowledging that you like us. We like to be liked, don't we, guys? We like to be known that we're liked. <laughs> yeah. If you really, if you don't like us, that's fine. It doesn't have to be sincere. Don't tell us if you don't like us. If you want a gift that we won't tell you what, <laughs> what it is, because we don't entirely. Know gonna, what you hate us, and you're gonna give per- perfect strangers a your home address. This is the contest for I, you. I would say get a PO box if you want some level of anima- anonymity. Here's what you gotta or have do. It, or you know what? Here's just, what you gotta do. Or you know what? Just give us a random, just give us a random address, and then check it every day. Just, no, no, they just say here. I'll just send it here. We'll just send a, some weird rando. Will be getting like a, a special gift from us. I feel like after we've come hot on the heels of just mentioning Ted Kaczynski, and now we're asking people to give us their address. <laughs> they can't look good. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that back up. <laughs> And making that connection. <laughs> All right, everybody, listen to the show. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and tune in. Follow us on our social media, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, all of them at APODDCast. And our web presence remains autopoddecepticast.com. Surely we'll have some exciting things to mm-hmm. extras to put up over yeah. there at the APODDCast.com. Yep. And some Unabomber-related videos. <laughs> everybody, yeah. rate, subscribe. Gifts coming your way. Yeah. Your address. Happy holidays. Yeah. Happy holidays to all. Gift is not in quotes as it would be if we were just Ted Kaczynski. It's just nope. a piece of poop. Oh, God. We've lost everything. All right. We should stop. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. game called Turrican. Oh. I don't understand, know if it was digitized Probably. somehow and like into a, like a lower quality MIDI version <laughs> of itself or if somehow it. it was high quality. It is but... shocking to me that none of us have the... Uh, Soundtrack to this movie. <laughs> uh, on a vinyl version of that would be a wonderful gift for cool. me. If anybody wants to, sit, we need to set up a PO box, or we could just give your address. <laughs> I'd, it'd be terrible though if you opened up your uh, PO box and they had like just folded the record and just shoved it in there. <laughs> Goddamn U.S. mail system. Or if it's a bomb. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, that would suck all together all the way around. By the way, I watched uh, Manhunt. On yeah. Ne- Did you watch it? I haven't yet. Uh, on Netflix. How is it? It's awesome. Really? I don't know. I, like, when it first started out, I thought it was going to be very uh, law and ordery, mm. but it was really good. It was really I've been really, on the really fence really about good. it, but yeah, I, I'm going to watch it. I mean, the, uh, and I, the guy, well, the guy that plays Ted Kaczynski, I believe, is the same guy that plays Vision in the Marvel oh, the Avengers. movies. In their, their, yeah, in the Avengers. Um, but he's awesome. Like, and, and it's, he's awfully handsome. For I mean, Ted Kaczynski wasn't a bad-looking guy early on, I guess. But <laughs> it's uh, what but are you it doesn't make you. I would say that it like there's a few maybe one or two episodes that are dedicated to Ted Kaczynski's background. Most of it is about the investigation and figuring out how, like them figuring out how to like nail him, mm-hmm. either well, to one find him and then nail him. Um, but uh, the ones dedicated to him are very interesting because they, they I don't want to say they make you sympathize with him because he's a murderer, but they make you kind of understand him because yeah. he was he was a child prodigy 
that was put into college at an early age, so he was already de-socialized, mm-hmm. and then they selected him for oh, some they pretty experiments. Yeah, some brain. Ex- it was kind of like the uh, like the uh, civilian version of MK Ultra is what they did. I don't know anything about MK Ultra. Look it up, listeners. It's fucked <laughs> up. It's what the army basically took. people. Oh, wait, is that the acid test? Yes. Okay, the acid, gotcha, where they gotcha. gave people acid without telling them what they were doing. So anyway, no excuses <clears throat> for that I, because other people I would assume were involved in that same study that Ted Kaczynski was in, and they did not mail bombs to people. It's but, true. <laughs> but um, it was just interesting. I mean, it's just interesting to learn more about it. They, yeah, the humanization of it. Well, also, like, there, there was a really interesting thing that I, uh, I mean, I, I know way too much about Ted Kaczynski, but, like, whenever he was a child, like an infant, he was really sick. And, like, he went to the hospital, mm-hmm. and um, ha- uh, the, his mother said that whenever she got him back, he was a totally different child. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of that was, like, they, he, you know, there's uh, time and time again, there's studies done on, like, children who don't get attention at a certain age whenever they're infants, like, up to six months old. Uh, that's a real problem. They can't socialize anymore. And then also... Well, that's hilarious. <laughs> I'm just laughing because I just thought every time we talk about mailing things, I know we bring up Ted Kaczynski. We talk about Ted Kaczynski. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's not good. That's <laughs> not good. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. Uh, but it, no, I was just saying maybe there's some like brain damage there. It's like a lot of serial killers have like head trauma, that right. kind of thing. He was probably given vaccines. Oh, no. <laughs> Welcome to our Jenny McCarthy segment. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. So wow, We went far so, afield. So that, so that was the song Escape by Vince Nicole. Still not depressed enough? How about when these three boils on the anus of a cursed wildebeest realize they are, at best, middle-aged? Death stalks us all, and I should know. Maybe. We're going to make mistakes, definitely, because we don't hold all the information in our head. We don't um, really know what we're doing at no, all. No, not at all. But uh, <laughs> I will say, you know, I don't mind corrections. Uh, just be gentle, because I am very fragile and, um, like, uh, one mean comment away from just uh, throwing a noose over a rafter and uh, scratching out Jet was here. You mean like uh, Shawshank style? <laughs> That's exactly what I mean. Uh, Burnsy? <laughs> Burnsing it? Brooks. His name was Brooks. Well, but yeah. uh, well, that's it's going to be uh, awkward the the next uh, the next uh, recording session that we have after uh, Ryan kills himself. <laughs> oh, it'll be the highest rated one. But then you'll have to get that that homeless guy off the street to fill my shoes. Oh, it's going to be hard. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> I'm glad to know I'm replaceable. So that is you saying that is now. God, you can see the inefficiencies and poor leadership here already. I mean, five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> so Casey Kasem is the voice of Cliff Jumper. He also voiced Blue Streak. Uh, you guys remember the character Doctor Arkville? Is it Arkville? Arkville? Is that the guy who crazy with Megatron? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he was also the voice of Teletran One. Uh, of course, most people know him as the voice of American Top 40 from the years 1970 to 2009, but and also other roles, Shaggy, um, Robin from Super Friends, and Mary from the old animated version of Lord of the Rings. Cool. So, obviously, great, great voice, iconic voice. Uh, do you guys know the story of how he uh, parted ways from the Transformers oh, no. series? I, I do. You don't have to t- tell anybody on the show. 
<laughs> Let's just move on. <laughs> now, why don't you tell us a story? <laughs> I don't think they want to hear it. <laughs> what? <laughs> You're so abrupt. All right, thanks for listening, guys. I think he's doing a bit about you saying you knew the answer <laughs> to his how old he was. <laughs> no, please, please continue with your story. <laughs> if you know, I or, was going to give somebody the opportunity to talk about it. Are you saying? Are you, I can't I tell. Can't tell, I can't tell if you're saying no because you know it and it feels too controversial. Or if you're no, saying, no. You're just being a dick. It was like you were asking us a story, and what if we would have both said, "Yeah, <laughs> okay." God, I couldn't tell so, what. Who's so that? It's a that bit shot of back. It's a bit of back and forth humor. <laughs> okay. Oh man, we're in the nature of our platform. Okay, that was Woo. funny. Oh gosh, Do, does anybody know? I don't. I do not. I have a clue. Okay, well, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. Enlighten us. Um, So, uh, there is an episode in the third season, which is post-movie, called Thief in the Night. And he left because Casey Kasem, uh, his... Ethnic heritage or his country of origin is uh, Libya, and uh, Casey Kasem was Libyan. Yes, or, but, or American Libyan, perhaps. Not so first I don't generation. know if he was, I don't know if he was born. Immigrant. Yeah, I would assume that he was born in the United States. But hey, this is Casey Kasem breaking into this broadcast to say I'm Lebanese American, not Libyan. You stupid sons of bitches. Here's a popular request that's shooting up the charts. How about you three assholes straight up go fuck yourselves? Well, it's back to the shadow realm for me, so keep your feet on the ground, and I hope you guys die real soon. But uh, at any rate, so there was an episode, I don't know if you guys remember it, Thief of the Night, but there was a very stereotypical um, sort of Middle Eastern dictator as sort of uh, the bad guy of the episode, and to... um, uh, to add even more uh, fuel to the fire of controversy with that, the, the country that this dictator was in charge of was called Carbamia. Oh, my God. <laughs> is... You know somebody was high-fiving over that fucking, yeah, man. So, so that, that made Casey <laughs> irritated. Annoyed, good, at the good least. For, good for him. And, and, oh he, and, he, and he walked out of the uh, series. He actually, there were, so, there, it was quoted as saying that he was, didn't mind um, people of Arab descent being portrayed as villains per se, but uh, when the villains are the only Arab characters, or the only Arab characters in the story are villains, he had a problem with that. And, yeah. and there was no positive counter examples that were offered. And so, yeah. uh, so he walked away. But I mean, the Carbamia is enough, really. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, uh, he's like, uh, guys, I was reading the script and. Uh, That's actually not bad. It says Carbamia? <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh... It's a, it's a clever play on words. Thousands and thousands of years of uh, culture, and uh, this is what we're summarized to? Well, you're dropping right off the charts in my book. <laughs> Speaking of dropping off the charts, he passed away in 2000. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing too hard at my own joke. I mean, it's solid. Passed away from... Uh, excuse me. Okay, so uh, R.I.P. R.I.P. Casey Kasem. R.I.P. Casey Kasem. Uh, he passed away in 2013 from complications of Lewy body dementia. 
Okay, yeah. Ryan, do you have any other notes? I am afraid. I think, he, I think he does talk in a couple of, in a couple of uh, minutes here. But anyway, and Ed Gilbert, as so many of these actors, passed away in 1999 of oh, mortality cancer. <laughs> it just tells like how old are we getting? Yeah, no, I think about death. Every so, day. I'm so selfish. Like, okay, he passed away, tragic, but that just means I'm getting older. Yeah, no, I, I definitely internalize this what it means about me. <sighs> and well, think about this, which I think about all the time, too. Uh, I might be dead by the time this episode airs. Yeah, you might be dead before you get home today. <laughs> well, that seemed specific. And Guys, I just lied. I do have notes on oh. Shrapnel. On the guy that plays Shrapnel. Sorry, about but before we go... But this guy, Buster Jones, took over on season four. I don't know why Arsenio decided he was done because with that he was shit, forming the dog pound. Well, maybe woo, so. Woo, woo, dog woo, pound woo. had some shit going on. But um, unfortunately, Buster Jones He's passed away. God, <laughs> <laughs> December. Oh, time. Of 2014. Oh. On. I'm always, so. you know, I'm always really bummed out when I hear that these voice actors die. Uh, well, again, it's because uh, we all die. Because we all die. Because of personal Speak like, for yourself. Oh, I've, <laughs> I've downloaded myself to the internet. I'm gonna live forever. <laughs> oh, you're a Highlander. <laughs> I can only be one. <laughs> well, and then the, the the obvious end of this sentence is I just blow my brains out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't have to do that because I was in the room when my grandmother died. Oh, I think you have told me that yeah. before. It was uh, really I was the only one in there. And, really? Uh, she may not have officially... Well, I might not have been the only one in there when she officially died, but yeah, she was in hospice at where my sister lives now, but there was hospice care. She'd been... They brought, took her from the hospital to there um, to basically... Uh, you'd expect she maybe had a couple more days or whatever, but I sh- like right when I show up, I go in to see her, and she's like... She had... She was out, you know, out, out, but yeah. she was breathing, but she had... Uh, really bad pneumonia at the time mm-hmm. along with some other things and her as she's breathing you could hear all this gurgling because yeah. her lungs were filling up with a liquid yeah, yeah, yeah. and at a certain point the gurgling just stopped oh god and i had went to the room and i told her i was like i think she's gone or is about to be and everybody went in there and uh she was there was no gurgling <laughs> anymore at that did, point well, you, did weird. they pronounce wow. her at that point or uh i mean we all stayed around for a while i mean it was my mom slash sister's house at the time, mm-hmm. and I mean the hospice people, I can't remember whoever came and got her and took her away. I assume one of them probably made the call or yeah. whatever. But did she? That's weird. Did she, she turn completely gray? Did she give you the matrix of leadership? <laughs> <laughs> I we, thought you were. We went two different. I thought directions you were, were going to ask if she shit her pants. No. <laughs> well, see, I was trying to be a little bit respectful. <laughs> I'm not going to ask you. Did I'm she not, though? I'm not going to ask you because if your mm-hmm. uh, grandmother shit her pants when she died. <laughs> um. No, she wasn't talking. She was unconscious. I would, she have, said, I would have said shit the bed. Because she probably Literally, didn't have yes. pants on. Um, which I guess, oh, oh, I'm just now God, realizing let's... that term, shit the bed, that must mean dying. Because yes. like that's a term for like when something does, yes. fucks up. So yeah, that makes sense now. There's the etymology the of that term. All learn. Um, yeah, anyway, uh, moving on. So, so uh, actually... Think... Oh, go ahead. Do you think Prime, when he dies here, he shits the bed? It's just motor oil spills out of him. That seems just that seems like it would take away from the emotional impact if they just showed like it's totally silent and you just hear dripping and you see motor oil pooling and antifreeze. So there was uh, an episode of Robot Chicken, and they used tra- Transformers a oh, lot yeah. in some of their skits. And there was one where I 
I can't remember the details. Prime was in a hospital. Yes. He was dying, I and when he died, funny. he transformed into a coffin. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty great. I've talked about in earlier episodes what I would do right. to convey his death. <laughs> Shitting the bed. Oh, that's right. That's right. That old chestnut. How about transforming into a coffin? Yep. That's also gold. <laughs> da, da, da. Um, God, but yeah, that head, it's been a long time. Two weeks. We've recorded. Yeah. I shouldn't have left you, certainly without a dope beat to step to. Oh, God. I don't. I knew this was building to something. <laughs> okay. If you guys, uh, uh, let's talk high school crushes for one second. Oh, good. Yeah, um, what I want to do. High celebrity school. crushes, not real crushes oh, that left you in true oh, heartbreak, oh, but ones God. that you okay, I had unreachable. Because I had a lot of material for that. So, uh, if you don't mind, I'd like to talk about uh, the Aaliyah versus Brandy versus Monica. Did any of you guys, like, who, who, who are you going to go for? Well, one is dead. Well, who are you going to go for in high school? High okay. school crushes. Did you guys, uh, did you have a thing I, for any of these? I, I go Brandy, I definitely. Go, I go Brandy. You're going Brandy? Yeah. Three Brandies? Yes. Are, we, are you Brandy as well? Uh, <laughs> you too Brandy? Waffle, I waffle between Brandy and Aaliyah. Sorry, Monica. Yeah, I don't even know who Monica is. They had well, she and Brandy had a song. Okay, a sexy, sexy song. Yes. And in the video had Mackay Pfeiffer, "The Boy Is Mine," where they were like fighting over uh-huh. a boy. And now was was that a a return like a, a return uh, song from the Michael Jackson's yeah. "Girl Is Mine"? Pa- yeah, Paul McCartney. Ooh. Shots back and forth. Maybe so, yeah. Uh, I, I it was didn't... not as corny as that song. That song is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Once she said she loved me, she never loved another. <laughs> Once she said she loved me, she said I'd be her forever lover. <laughs> Wait a minute, is that right? It's not, it seemed like they were just improving and left it in the song. Yeah. Okay, Aaliyah, R.I.P. I think you're great. I like Aaliyah's music best. But I honestly, I, I, I couldn't name any of their songs. No, but what were you guys in high school in the nineties? Like me? You're, yes. you're, you know that I don't like music. <laughs> but these women were. Power. I mean, uh, that's true. I mean, I, I as can't... Brandy got older, I think. I mean, I think Brandy aged really well. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, mean... Aaliyah not as much because <laughs> corpse. You know those comedians who don't have actual jokes but just reference things from the past, bargaining on your inherent nostalgia to substitute for talent? Well, here we have the podcast equivalent with increasingly irrelevant pop culture references. Sequence when you once you fly into that O and there's all those colors that you're zooming through. Mm-hmm. Uh, very impressive animation. Mm-hmm. Almost a direct ripoff of a sequence in 2001: Space Odyssey. I'm sure that was oh. the inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, had to be the most boring movie ever made. No, that was. I've never seen it. You've never seen it. (laughs) Yeah, don't. Well, I was like, yeah, I think you're right, but I've never. It's the same kind of like Star Trek, the first Star Trek movie thing, where it's like, oh, we're developing all these new techniques. Let's. It's just. It's. It's spaceship porn. It's just all ships all the time. Years between dialogue. It's cripplingly boring. Well, let's talk about let's talk about two thousand one Space Odyssey <laughs> on the Transformers podcast here a little bit more. To me, I my got some more. Okay, <laughs> all right. Lookout Mountain should be lopsided member. Is that okay? <laughs> Mushroom Head Mountain. Oh, that could be like a, a track in Mario Kart. <laughs> speaking of speaking of dicks, uh, hot, hot, <laughs> rod, hot rod, hot rod, hot rod. Foiled the Decepticons' Trojan horse play. 
Are you preparing your Johnny Carson five type five? He's got it written. Down. It's just the it's just the recap. It's okay. just the recap. All right. Just, uh, just, just, just let him do it. Yeah. And anyway, the minute ended with Hot Rod <laughs> throwing away my cards. The minute ended with Hot Rod surfing down the mountain after uh, Megatron uh, cut off the, cut off the head of the dick. That's right. Maybe if they were being invaded by microscopic sized. Decepticons. He could see them. This would be, he would Ultra be awesome. Magnus. <laughs> Look down here. There's on the ground. Billions of billions little, tiny of little, Decepticons. Yes, billions of bacteria. He's like a, a what is a, a, a thing that you're, a germaphobe? <laughs> yeah. They're ev- Ultra Magnus, they're everywhere. Not me itching. over me. Help. Oh, God. Oh, They're attacking me. I am shocked that that wasn't a scheme used by Megatron. Shrink all the Decepticons down to microscopic That's a size. Great idea. So they could go invade undetected and get inside the Autobots and cause them all kinds of problems internally. That's and gr- and That's Perceptor gr- and Perceptor saves the day because he's the only person that can see small Co- things. What a what a dumb idea. Who's ever heard of Transformers going inside a larger Transformer <laughs> and blowing them up? Copyright Autopod Decepticast. We're gonna write that fanfic. Because that is a brilliant episode. <laughs> All right. I was making a. I know. No, we Unicron. Got it. Unicron. Okay. No, <laughs> he had to get his line in. Oh. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to let you lose. Caleb, you had a good line. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No, it was good. That was stupid. Nope. Uh, but That's and then crazy. in 1983, he started working on a little five part series called, called G.I. Joe, voicing That's the right. iconic. Cobra Commander. <laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah. Nothing better, nothing better than when they introduced Serpentor and gave Cobra <laughs> Commander like this like weird, like sarcastic, jealous, like like Well he angry. basically became the Starscream role yeah, at that he really point. Did. <laughs> he did. He did, and it was it was it was great. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, he, like, he started the, 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 the weird thing is about that, and uh, not to yeah, I'm gonna have to go on, on a little tangent here sure. about G.I. Joe. They introduced Serpentor, and he's a Serpentor's an, a dick, and he and 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 um, well, he's like the combination re- of like ten of history's greatest, most insane people that ever were. And the weird thing about that move is they 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 st- they make you start sympathizing <laughs> with Cobra Commander, uh huh, and you do, yeah, because he is like guys, and, everybody, and, come on, this guy's a, not and good. His, his storyline in the GI Joe movie is. Actually, very like sad. Like oh, Cobra Commander's that. character in uh, the GI Joe movie is sad because um, he gets exposed. To, he gets exposed to um, these spores that That's turn people right. into um, animals, or into yeah. And he starts literally becoming a snake, mm-hmm. so that That's by the end that. of the movie, he literally becomes a snake. Mm-hmm. And fights one of Serpentor's snakes. That Serpentor has these snakes on his outfit. That he strokes strokes to make hard. And um, yeah, (laughs) and and (laughs) when you last see Cobra Commander, he is a snake fighting one of Serpentor's snakes. I completely fucking forgot about that. It's it's actually pretty pretty uh, um, uh, sad. Sad. (laughs) So anyway, um, trying to reel that back in. <laughs> that's um, okay. Uh, Chris Lotta, a hell of a yeah, nice actor. <laughs> that's, he's had some very. He's had some. He's taken oh. some. He's taken some villains, and uh, particularly with Cobra Commander, and made you feel very sympathetic with 
what you would normally be would be the main antagonist. Mm-hmm. I want to see, which actually that kind of works for Starscream too, because I do feel bad for him sometimes, um, especially when he's a ghost in later episodes. But oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that he's would be a ghost. He's a ghost. A ghost. Transformers, Transformers ghost. ghost. Uh, but that would, well, I want to see Cobra Commander and Starscream in a joint venture. Ooh, <laughs> I like what that. What an idea. Well, you won't see it, unfortunately, with Chris Plata <laughs> as the voice. Because why he passed away in 1994 from a cerebral hemorrhage. Uh, there's a lot of speculation around his death because apparently he lived his life pretty hard. And um, there are stories about, like Flint Dilly has a story about how he bailed Chris Lotta out of jail one time to get him to a recording session. And, Why was he in uh, jail? Well, nobody really knows. He claimed he was jaywalking, and they put him away. But, um, but um, you know, people you know speak of him with reverence, but also there's sort of this sort of haunting mm, uh, like mystery, a Chris mystery to him, kind of. Yeah. Whoa. So, but in addition to Starscream, he did other Transformers voices: uh, Buzzsaw, Defensor, Laserbeak. I think he shared that duty with Frank Welker, mm-hmm. but I don't know what there is to do there. Uh, reflector. <laughs> God, that was so grating. <laughs> it's almost he as good al- as Caleb's wheelie. One they did that I adventures. Wow. But what I'm really excited to talk about is two things. He was the voice of Michelangelo in our Teen Day. Radical! Ninja Turtles. Hey, dude. Peace to time. <laughs> Cowabunga. There we go. We got them all. <laughs> Thank you. And, but... I think I'm even more excited to tell you that he was the voice of the Tick on the oh, uh, Tick animated series. Really? Yeah. Spoon! Yeah, that's, that's... I'm doing laundry! <laughs> <laughs> I'll call you Speak, because that's what you do. I don't understand your crazy moon language. I think we fit all the quotes wow, in. Yeah, yeah, good good job, guys. Okay, so tune in, uh, tune in <laughs> to after our, this for Tick. We'll our sister podcast. Yeah, Tickcast. Tickcast. <laughs> Uh, we call it talking tick. Why, Lyme, tick Lyme disease. That's right. That's the TikTok. TikTok. That's right. good. Down of the 1986 Transformers movie, and I. Uh, my name is Aaron. I'd like to introduce you to my co-hosts. You know them as the seventh and fourteenth place contestants on <laughs> season six of American Idol. Uh, the fix was in. I. Uh, I of course am uh, Sparkle. <laughs> that uh, just one name like Cher because it's classy. You deserve. You earned that. I did, and now, um, you know, spoilers. I'm going to be on uh, the new show, um, The Bachelor's with a Z. It's uh, not related to The Bachelor. Uh, Spinoff or not no, at all? unrelated, completely. Un- it's a. It's an original that's never been seen before. Uh, it is. It's. It's me, and um, uh, there are these birds <laughs> that uh, compete. For my affection. <laughs> and then I'm like, uh, would, uh, controversially, whichever one uh, gets kicked off, that's what we have for dinner. <laughs> uh, Caleb, uh, you were also on the uh, season six. <laughs> Let me ask you, Caleb. So, th- I mean, this was the season with heartthrob Sinjaya Malakar. Was he as cute and sweet and just all around dreamy as uh, he seemed on TV? Um, I'd like to use a lifeline. Fifty-fifty, <laughs> call a friend. All right. Well, you guys were great. Uh, <laughs> all of you guys were great on the show, but all of my votes went to him. So, mm. uh, hey, I've got a.
So then the other voice actor is uh, for Dirge, and he was voiced by a man named George Bud Davis, and he has an interesting <laughs> Call backstory. Me Bud. That's right. And he's got a kind of an interesting backstory. Um, on Transformers, he actually voiced Dirge, Metroplex, mm. and Predaking, and also a, a, a famous character known as Produce Thrower. So what Jeff, are you guys? talking about? <laughs> Some guy throwing produce at the Autobots. Oh, <laughs> I thought it was a robot. That was just his credit. Oh. His credit was produce oh, thrower. Um, but unlike our other featured actors, he wasn't really a voice actor. He was more of a character actor in a number of minor roles, uh, including Klingon Assassin Number 1 on Star oh. Trek The Next Generation. Um, but his biggest role, and I've never seen this movie. Maybe you've seen this movie. This is up your alley. I've seen most movies. Um, the 1976 movie, The Town That Dreaded Sundown. I love that movie, yeah. Have you really that seen it? That is based it? on a real story of a real murderer. Well, he played the Phantom Killer mm-hmm. in that movie. The Phantom of Texarkana is who that movie is based on. So he was uh, never caught. Might still be out there today. Oh, Lock your doors. 1976 is when the movie was made. I don't know when. It this. was shortly before that. It was okay. like two years before that. So there's a huge or list. Or maybe it was the 60s, I'm sorry. But anyway, it was not that long before it. Gotcha. Well, maybe I'll watch it. But so that's that's George Bud Davis. But acting wasn't even really his thing. His thing was stunt. He was a stunt man and a stunt coordinator. This guy's so done it all. His list mm-hmm. of movies that he's done stunts for is a million miles that's long. That's where he got the name Bud. Stuntman <laughs> gave him that name. That's a stuntman yeah, name. Stuntman for sure. <laughs> it is in quotes. <laughs> okay, that's right. <laughs> Uh, but uh, I love it in movie credits when I see people's like nickname in quotes yeah. in the middle of it. I'm like, well, that that guy's got stories. <laughs> I guess it's better than George quote pedophile Davis. Yeah, that one. That guy didn't get a lot of work. <laughs> so Kitty Fiddler <laughs> Davis. <laughs> so he builds violins for children. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I don't get invited to the kids' parties. I made this tiny violin. <laughs> It's a kid fiddle. Come on, children. <laughs> so, like him saying, as you command, it's like, wow. Like, you have fundamental organizational problems if you have to order your subordinates to take you off the field of battle. Don't you get let me die here. The I'll fat, fire you. <laughs> the fat boys and disorderlies come on over. Like, oh, the you. fat boys. Oh, it's an 80s oh, thing. I everybody, I hope you've taken your liver pills, <laughs> if you remember that reference. The fat boys are back. That was a, speaking of pills. I remember the. I don't remember much about that movie. Yeah, they were stealing. But they, the old man that they were disorderling for yeah. had a bunch of pills. Yeah, they foiled and, the plot. And he and he they made him better by forcing like he was taking a hundred different kinds of pills, and they they stopped giving him the pills, and then he was just better. So they accidentally fixed the problem. Well, they I basically said, "You take movie. this pill, it makes you fart. You take this pill, it hurts your makes your heart better. But that's, then you got to take another pill to do whatever that pill does. Let's just stop giving him pills." That's programming by the medical complex. That's right. There's a military big pharma. Complex. That's right. Uh, Martin Shkreli orchestrated uh, the Fat Boys' rise to fame so that he could put them in this movie. <laughs> Wasn't that one of the Fat Boys' names? Martin Shkreli? No, Big, big Pharma. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when you call me Big Pharma. Yeah. But that's because he liked the agriculture that was produced on big farms. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Of course. We all know this.
harsh. Well, I mean, well, what, when what it got it? cold, it was harsh. It's but, been actually a fairly mellow winter, but the cold yeah. parts it's have been, been really colder. Cold. Like the cold parts have been cold, and the warm parts have been warm. <laughs> Just like oh, what was that sandwich at McDonald's? The, the hot side McDLT. hot. McDLT. Yes, yeah. the hot, hot side hot. hot. Cool McDonald's cool. lettuce. Okay, yeah. what a gimmick. Yeah, like styrofoam. It's it's styrofoam. <laughs> yeah. well, it was back when everything was styrofoam at this time. But it's like. Yeah. Yeah, there were separate compartments. Like it's amazing. Put, put, insulation. Like it, it's it, amazing. It was a bit where, like, yeah, you it's a self-assembled. You keep the, the hot sandwich. side hot. <laughs> What's his name? And who's that? Cool. What's his name from Seinfeld? Uh, uh, God, I'm so was bad. Was Kramer in it? Uh, no. Was George in it? George was in a, a McDonald's commercial advertising. Jason um, Alexander. Alexander. Yeah, he was in a commercial advertising it. That's true. He was the McDLT guy? Let's watch it right now. <laughs> <laughs> and he's dancing, he's dancing around. I've never seen a man so excited about half the sandwich being cold. He hit, half uh, the he hit Julia hot. Roberts in um, Pretty Woman. Yeah. Here it is. Holy shit, he has hair. Hey, you say you're getting tired of lettuce and tomato hamburgers in this town that don't quite make it? Yeah! You say that uh, just look at once it. you'd got, like your hamburger Miami hot Vice and your lettuce and tomato cool it's and bit. crisp all at the same time? Yeah! Well, I say you got shit. it. I'm talking McDonald's new lettuce and tomato hamburger. Enjoy this, Landfills. I'm talking quarter pound of beef on the hot, hot side. And the hot I don't know why I imagined a jazz drum It's a good gimmick. It's a good I mean, it didn't make it, didn't last, but... Cool. We're not going to say it is. But honestly, I'm sure a lot of market research went into, man, the tomato and lettuce is always wilty. Like, how long are you waiting to eat your sandwich? <laughs> that's true. Seven and a half hours, the average I mean, time of every consumer that's experience. Right. And is anybody that's buying a McDonald's hamburger really give a shit? <laughs> Their Christmas episode was horse shit. Yeah. In perhaps what was the worst ghastly forced appearance of yours truly, the boys malign the good name of Charles Dickens with their version of A Christmas Carol. Let's recap the last episode. Real quick. Oh, geez, what's this? I got a mysterious email. God, I presume this is from a listener. Let me click through here. Click, uh, click, somebody, click. Okay, the, it's from somebody named jmarleybuns420 at dickinsider.com. Okay. Oh, oh, it's our old podcasting co-host who quit before the show kicked off. His name's Jay Cobb. I haven't heard from him in a while. I wonder what he's up to. The subject line is, y'all are in for it. Okay, the message is, hi guys, hmm. I'm dead. But I'm writing you from the afterlife to tell you that the path you're headed down is wrong. While recording today, you will be visited, oh, nice typo, idiot, <laughs> by three spirits. Listen to their advice, or you will be cyber-cursed to watch Call of the Primitives minute by minute for all of eternity. Ugh. Okay. Well, that's, well, that's cryptic. That's a strange yeah. email to get here. I think it's... I, I bet think, it's bull. Yeah. yeah Baloney. I'm going to say it's bullshit. I'm going to behave just exactly as I behaved before I heard that. So... I mean, I don't know how somebody sends an email from the afterlife, but okay, well, I'm sure we can just forget about that. Yeah. Uh, back into what we were trying to do, which is to recap last episode we saw. All right, guys, and so that really brings us to the end of the minute here, so I guess we'll get into the actor. Do you hear that? 
Yeah, what is it? Is that is yeah. it rock and roll? Did you start, did you play that? No. I'm not doing that. I hear it coming through my headphones. Oh. Well, <clears throat> hey, hey, motherfucking assholes. Casey Kasem? It's me, Casey Kasem, and I'm the ghost of Transformers Christmas Past. You douchebags. <laughs> you have been terrible people, and I'm here to talk about it. <laughs> So the email we got earlier, this is real? Are you, are you, am I It could be unrelated. <laughs> it, nobody knows. That was not a burner email. Casey, <laughs> have I been naughty or nice this year? You've been a real fucking dickhead. <laughs> and I hope you die real soon. Oh, no. <laughs> Gosh, that's harsh. You have been the worst of all. I see what you do at night. <laughs> well, I can't get off unless someone watches. Casey, now... Why exactly do you hate us? Well, let me count the ways. Ah, uh, you've imprisoned my eternal spirit, and it's just pain and suffering all the time, interspersed by having to talk about your terrible podcast. So, are there any benefits of your association with us at all? Well, no. Next question. I guess I'm here to answer some fucking questions. I don't even know so why like, I showed up. <laughs> what do you miss about the afterlife? Like, like because of you being trapped in this temporal limbo at our doing, you know, what do you miss most, I assume, about heaven? Well, listen, here's the thing. There's no heaven. It's just darkness and you don't exist unless somebody calls you up and I guess your spirit has to coalesce and be trapped and then you're conscious again. It's kind of like... You know when you get shampoo in your dick hole? You know that burning feeling? I felt that. Kind of like the clap. Well, it's like that, but all over your body. So, but doesn't at least being dragged from nothingness into somethingness give you some kind of, uh, you know, good feeling or something to do? I'd rather be in hell. If hell existed, which it doesn't. Spoilers. <laughs> Is there any lesson that we're supposed yeah. to learn goes by Christmas past? What's yeah, <laughs> well, I'm here. I'm just you're being you're being bad, and you change that. You know, it would be off. a good way to start is to free my spirit oh, that's, from this bond of eternal servitude. That, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Ryan is the one Probably who... Probably not. Actually, yeah, he's got the Ouija board. Uh, Ryan, what do you think? I mean, okay, so here's my question. Like, um, if, if when you die, there's just nothing, what is, the, what is the, our um, impetus or um, uh, why should we change our ways if we're just not going to be punished at all? Oh, yeah. Good question. Just stop it. Be... <laughs> Don't you be be good. You be good, or else somebody else will punish you. Maybe somebody will make you do a podcast. Wait, Casey Kasem, are you also Bill Cosby? Listen to this. Oh he ble- <laughs> now, okay, it drifts in and out. Sometimes it's really hard to be on this plane of existence. So sometimes my voice goes a little weird. All right. Well, I have one question before Casey has to go. Um, Casey Kasem, when am I gonna have my next? Orgasm. Well, here you go. It's in my pants. So he, Caleb, you want one? Casey, maybe we'll give you no. No, all right. He, so he hates us, but he can give us orgasms. It it was like it was like um, the edging videos. (laughs) So it wasn't a good orgasm. (laughs) 
<laughs> subreddit ruined orgasms. That's right. R slash ruined orgasms. Hey, side note, why is that a fucking thing, you weirdo? I'm subscribed to it. Shut up. It'd be cool if Casey could give us a, like a top 12, like 12 days of Christmas, like a countdown of some sort. Just off the cuff? I'll definitely do that. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just talking. 12 days of Transformers, Transformers Christmas. Transformers Christmas. <laughs> Uh, just tell me what the give us the Transformers version of the five golden rings part, and then we'll let you or your soul rest for now. Five purple sweeps. <laughs> that was really lame, Casey Casey. You're a fuckhead. Gotta go. Bye. <laughs> he just evaporated oh, wow, into wow. sort of a, a mist. Yeah, it smells sorts. like pine. Yes. <laughs> he smells like a. It's like a freshly mown over Brazilian forest. For some reason, I, all I smell is car bombs. Wow. It is I, Starscream. Oh my god. Yeah. With the ghost of unex- Christmas presents. Oh. So, can you I have us presents? Yeah, we have presents. I have no presents for you, except for presents of mind. The two of you, the three of you, in fact, <laughs> are all sinners. Oh, sinners. I, I didn't know you okay. were religious. Sorry, I've come to set you on the right path. Oh, God. Yeah, another one of these guys. Uh-huh. Ryan. Yeah. No, actually, <laughs> I think I'd like to start with <laughs> Okay. Oh. I think I'd like to start with you, Caleb. Oh, oh if, mm. that, if you prefer. <laughs> I would like to reveal to you visions of present day in order to hasten your repentance. Oh, hey, listen. On my, based on my presence right here with you guys, I'm ready to repent whatever it takes. Caleb. Yes? Close your eyes. Okay. I take you to your living room. Oh, yeah. Your children are laughing, but your wife is sad. That, that's about right. Why is she sad, Caleb? Oh, who knows? Look on your fireplace mantle. Okay. There's an advent calendar. Yes, I see it. You've only eaten 13 of the chocolates. Yes. It's Christmas Eve. Oh. You need to catch up. Okay. I need to eat more chocolate. You must eat all the chocolates. This sounds awesome. She's, I mean, so she seems really upset about not having chocolate eaten. Yeah. She really wanted to keep up with it this year. You guys oh, never keep oh, up with sure. it. Well, obviously, see, just like m- most things, I'm pretty confused about her expectations. <laughs> oh, so it's on her. She doesn't communicate. Right. I don't know. Caleb, I beg of you. Eat the chocolates. Oh, if you insist. That is no. your path forward. Um, no, you don't have to eat them oh, now. Okay, We're coming so. back back to the studio. But the, away from the vision. But I want to eat the chocolates. You just do it later. But but they're so tasty. Have one. Okay. For the road. Oh, oh, that's so good. Ew, a coconut one. Mm, no, yeah. You. Where'd you come from? Brian. I was there too. Oh, okay. I took us all on this journey. Oh, I see. Close your eyes, Ryan. Okay. Here I we want go. to I'm taking you inside. The deepest recesses of your computer's hard drive. Oh, mm, it's pretty full. No. Oh, Jesus. I don't. Do I have to come along? <laughs> You've got to see this. No. With I see a folder. Oh. It's called Jet's Mysterious Folder oh, of Esoterica. God. Why do you oh, use such shit. long folder names? Well, I mean, it's trickery. <laughs> Maybe somebody <laughs> wouldn't think, oh, this is. Mysterious Folder of Esoterica? I was. I mean. I'd had a lot of gin. <laughs> I didn't even remember this folder. We're going deeper inside this folder. Sweet. Oh, God. <laughs> There's another folder. It's called Climacophilia. 
You know what's in that folder. Mm, it's... You terrible, terrible person. Well, listen. It's not illegal. For the listener, climacophilia is the sexual fetish of arousal by people falling downstairs? I mean, listen... Thousands and thousands of videos and gifs or gifs, however you humans pronounce it. I... Uh... I, it's not my choice to feel like this is something that just happened. And I didn't know until I was 10 years old and watched America's Funniest Home Videos and had a spontaneous orgasm in front of my family. You are disgusting. Well. Delete the folder. Delete all files held within. Can I keep it on the cloud? Um, Can we keep one file? Choose your favorite. Well, the funniest. One, the one, one that would get you the most upvotes on Reddit or likes on Twitter. I have one with Caleb. Wait a minute. You set that up? I, it was just a happy accident. I Even as an omnipresent ghost, I didn't he, know that. He went into, I mean, yes, I put the tripwire, but look, he didn't, he's fine. He broke his neck! That would explain why you had the camera with you when we went and visited the the Aztec temple at in Yucatan? The, the, yes, at the Coba. Yeah, yeah well, it had like 300 steps. Yeah, it fell down all of them. And I top to the bottom. <laughs> And you but, were just you were just standing there going, oh, oh! I oh, almost fell myself. Oh, Ryan, you're fine now. As the ghost of Christmas present, I must beg of you to apologize to Caleb. Repent for this action. I'm sorry, it made me so horny. And I'm look, I didn't know that you'd get hurt. It's, it's just okay. 300 stone steps. I thought it would. Be, I put a pillow down there. Sure. I I accept your apology. Great. I know. It, I know. I know it's not going to happen, uh, happen again. Uh, by the way, let me real quick. I need to go. I'm going to go down in the cellar here, Aaron's house. I'm going to get a bottle of wine. For Great. Us. Okay, just hold on. I know it's okay. Like, and I, I appreciate you apologizing. And I'll be right back. Oh, oh God! Oh, 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 oh fuck! That was good. Does this what you wanted us to happen? There's no way you will ever see the gates of heaven if you continue down this path. I'm addressing my attention to Aaron. You son of a bitch! <laughs> uh, Sorry. Yeah, Starscream, what's up? I need to show you nothing. You treat people with dignity. Oh, boy. And respect. Your life is perfect. My job here is complete. I'm going back to the, the plane. Oh, goodbye. I've, I've seen, I've seen, goodbye. I've seen therapy sessions like this before. <laughs> I feel like... You really got some short shrift. I feel like that maybe I could even mention some things, Aaron, that, that the ghost should have brought up. But it uh, seems like he had an agenda. Hey, I, assume, weird. I assume that ghost knows all it seems. Yeah, so you're doing great. All right, well, I mean, apparently. Christ, uh, super. Okay. So, no, well, we got another one coming at some point. Uh, I guess I, if the email a... is true, I Sure, I, guess. I think it's fake. I still believe it's fake, even after two ghosts. Coincidence. Uh, well, Ryan, I assume that you have better... Um, I guess we'll get back into these notes and deviations. Yeah, the script deviations. Uh, what, do you, what do you got going? Don't we generally uh, do like a... A what? A thing? Mm -hmm. uh, well, oh, wait, wait a minute. That, I guess this must be that third ghost. I am the ghost of the iconic moment. And pretty... also <laughs> the ghost of Transformers Christmas. Christ Christ Christmas. All right, take it again. You can do it. Nope. You can Christmas. 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 I am the ghost of the iconic moment. 
And also the ghost of Transformers Christmas. Did I do it again? <laughs> uh, so are you trying to say Christmas, Pat? Yes. Christmas future. Yes, I am. <laughs> okay. So, so, you know, we haven't got a chance to talk a lot. You show up around every episode. What What do you do? I talk about the iconic moments. But you don't really. You just show up, say that, and then disappear. We kind of all talk about that. I'm the ghost of an iconic moment. Do you have something to teach us? Was a I'm was an iconic moment. Okay. And now I'm a ghost of that iconic oh. moment. Okay. So But also oh. I'm a ghost of Transformers Christmas. 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 No Christmas future. So is that like having two jobs like during the day you kind of work at like a local convenience store Pro but it, bono. It's pro bono. <laughs> All of it? All of it. I actually have a regular paying job as a clerk at TJ Maxx. <laughs> wow. So this is your busy, really your busy time of year. Yes. Being a Christmas ghost of Transformers yes. and retail. They're making me work extra hours. I have to work until 11 at night and face product. I'm so sick of it. Industry terms. I'm glad that you found the time to come on by. Come they didn't in here. give me a Christmas bonus. A bonus. Bonus. So you you are the ghost of iconic moments. So are you the remnants of iconic moments that have died somehow? I was an iconic moment. Okay, I guess you're yeah, that that's, that's, I that's, I you covered it. And now I'm a ghost. It's really hard to explain this on Tinder when I'm trying to get someone to date. Uh, I, I brought someone to my Christmas party at TJ Maxx. <laughs> well, and, at least they have a party for you guys. Yes, but it was really lame this year's. This year it was at... Orion's Steakhouse! Wow, that's... And the food was really terrible! What's the worst part is, like, that that restaurant closed, like, a year and a half ago. We played Secret Santa! And I keep getting stuck with the gift card that is for the... What's the gift card for? Gift card was for... Spencer's Gifts! (laughs) Oh, wow! That, That shitty store in the mall? Yes! Like they I have need dildos. another Green Day T-shirt. <laughs> well, you could also get the sphere with the like the lightning inside of it. Oh, yeah, that you touch. Can you touch things? No. <laughs> then how do you swipe on Tinder? It's very difficult. <laughs> it's sort of really hard. You got to concentrate like the I ghost, don't know why like I the did. guy in Ghost. <laughs> so okay, I think we sort of understand why your your role is the voice of the iconic moment, but. Uh, I don't understand your role as the ghost of Christmas future. Do you need to take us into the future and show us what the what? world is going to be like if we yes! don't like, change things, that things maybe. around? Come with me! <laughs> oh, here we go! <laughs> Look! No. What do you see around you? It's kind of hazy. TJ Maxx! <laughs> this is me on Christmas Eve! So this is your future? It sucks! So, okay. I have no date. <laughs> I'm working here in the stationery department. Oh, I'm there's an old redheaded lady come up. She looks really angry. That's like... my date from Tinder. <laughs> she doesn't look like a picture at all. I need to hide. 
What a horrible future! I feel like so. This is you just are really upset about your future. You don't. It's not about us at all. You just want to show us how bad it is for you. For you. Yes. All right. Now we're going back. Oh. oh. Bye bye, you asshole. Okay. Wow. Oh, he doesn't like it. All, he doesn't like us either. I don't even know what, how we did to mistreat him. He just shows up. I didn't even. I don't we even didn't summon, summon him. him from. Yeah. Uh, hey. hey guys, how's it going? <laughs> hey. You were pretty quiet during that whole <laughs> well, thing. Well, no, I didn't come along with you guys on that one. Oh, oh you're in the <laughs> cellar. That's right. No, dude, I was over at TJ Maxx. <laughs> oh, did you pick anything up? Good. Yeah, I picked up some chick in some red outfit. <laughs> some other guy with a high pitched voice was trying to pick her up, but. Uh, but you swung in. And I did. <laughs> nice. Did yep. you kick sand in that person's face? I did. Good. And he was like, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> what a piece of shit. Yeah, wow. I think so. Uh, Big night. Oh, yeah. God. Okay, well, we normally talk about And finally, oh, God, finally, the last segment. We have personal stories from the guys. Yeah, Perhaps, another yeah. question is like, we can we should not go off on this tangent. Sure. Something to pose like, which I never, it never really occurred to me in the animated series, like, where is Cybertron in relation to the planet Earth? I always, because of the intro of the show, I was like, oh, it's right next to Jupiter. You just always placed it somewhere yeah. in the solar system. In fact, I'm... <laughs> How did we never recognize it as a planet, then? Well, it's not, I mean... What do you mean, scientifically? But, like, Cybertron, I once made a model of the solar system and put Cybertron in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, between... What? And a little dork. I know. I wow. was, well, not hey. popular. <laughs> mm. Which reminds me, too, of another thing. And, I, I mean, this this could fit into any episode. But, uh, Aaron, you and I, like we've mentioned before, used to draw Transformers and trade Transformers drawings. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of how our friendship started. But I thought of this story, which I have no memory of. Because, again, uh, my childhood is uh, real sketchy. But... Uh, Caleb, you tell the story about coming up to us when we're drawing at recess. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. I, yeah, so they used to draw outside of, against the backstop of the kickball, baseball, diamond. And, like, I was, I, I'm by no means a normal person. But, <laughs> but when I was at recess, I would do some fairly common activities, which is physical extra, physical activity. And these guys have brief, would bring briefcases outside and That's be right. drawing against the backstop. And I would come up to them because I was friends with these guys. Because um, I, I, I was about to explain why, and I can't. <laughs> no, <laughs> nothing comes, to, nothing mind. comes to mind. You don't have to justify yeah, it. So anyway, I was friends with them, and uh, I would be like, "Hey guys, want to you know go play tetherball or stand or stand up and move around?" <laughs> and they just look at me like uh, like dismiss me and. The they, way they you were, told, I don't think that's true. The looks on your faces, like that, you, you were so dismissive. The, 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 and just disdainful that I would even <laughs> ponder the thought of asking you to like interact oh. at recess. Uh, just uh, you know, I the way s- you show the sticks in my mind is like we basically were like, "Ew, no, grosso, yeah. go away." Yeah, that was that's how I remember. No way. I think that you're putting a lot on us. Well, <laughs> I think with it, perhaps that was the impression you got. That was not intended, but sure. What a I'm great sure, memory. Sure what a great this, childhood memory. It's more fun to talk about it that way. Though. Sure. Do I just sit down anywhere? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah make yourself not, comfortable. Preferably not on the desk. Oh, sorry. And so we are also still joined by our live studio audience. Hey, girls. <laughs> applause, 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 applause. 
So, uh, Ben, as uh, our fan contest winner, when you get back out west to Wyoming, are you going to uh, leverage this appearance for some uh, cowboy nerd credibility? Uh, I don't have much credibility in uh, the community in which we live anyways, so I might talk Now, about you do live on a compound that is in the woods. Uh, it's not so much of a compound as a... There's 15-foot concrete walls surrounding sure. the place. I mean, I don't know if that qualifies like, as a compound. It, that's normal. Uh, I think, like me... That's more of a bunker. <laughs> a lot of people are <laughs> preppers. I don't know if you, you know they're, about the prepping community. Sure. Um, they're, known, they're known as the Brunch Davidians. <laughs> <laughs> Did we forget to mention that I'm morbidly obese? <laughs> Did Aaron ever tell you about the time he saw my tattoo? Says the luckiest on it. It's a goes, reference to what song? Uh, ben, ben Folds, ben Folds yeah, yeah. song, The Luckiest. There's more con uh, context than that, but whatever. <laughs> and so Aaron goes, it should say the lunchiest. <laughs> that's a pretty, that's a pretty hurtful and hilarious joke. I, I've, I've tried to laugh through my obesity now mm -hmm. for 40 yeah. years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we uh, No, you eat your feelings. I drink mine. Yeah. <laughs> I eat your feelings too. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we're in the hospice care center. Uh, mm -hmm. Daniel and Cup. I, I guess Daniel's pretending to know what it the, could mean on the screen. It's like the shiny lights. We have a no, slow. I mean, Daniel does like he did. He showed like he's standing he too. He's he got cares. like this. He's got this little like his posture. <sighs> yeah. So the viewer can't see that our enormous uh, contest winner. <laughs> Wait, is it Stood a big up. contest? Oh, that's a fat oh, joke. A, Fuck you guys. Uh, <laughs> Bring me here. Fly me out here. I like, I like how for a second you thought, like, oh, it's an enormous contest. <laughs> you bring me out here and just insult. You make me drive 16 hours cross country to insult me? We did this for you. Am this I whole dying? This Am this I podcast? dying? <laughs> well, this technically, is... yes. The, the arteries are all... hardening right now. We're all dying, really. Uh, speaking oh. of dying, uh, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> We're panning over. Fuck with them all. Just changing them from auto. Their, uh... From good to bad, bad to good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like it. Garage door opener. Uh, that reminds me of when uh, you guys used to play CB tag. So. He's acting so I need cunty. An adult. <laughs> All right, so we just, so we, when we were when we were in high school, we we just you know there wasn't any there wasn't cell phones necessarily, smartphones and bullshit like that. Yeah, the year was, was, was nineteen ninety five. It was a weird thing where there was like CB people were so, like but, interested so in CB. We, but yeah, so we used to play. Uh, we used to have all CB radios. We used to like basically give somebody uh, five minutes to like go. Hide CB then, tag, and then we would go try to find them. Sounds but, so it, but what, sad. But why we were doing that? Yeah, it's, it's coming from you. That, All right. Yeah. That. Um, so, but what we also do in the meantime, we would just as we were driving down streets, we would hit our garage door opener, and statistically, I'd say usually in the course of an evening, there was at least three or four garage doors that would open because we just happened because the radio signal would just yeah. hit. Yeah. So we would remember where those were, and we would basically go by those to their house every night. And oh my god. <laughs> To, to to go a little bit to go a step further, uh, my friend Jamie was big in the ham radio, and he had modified his ham radio to cover the forty six thousand uh, hertz uh, range, which is uh, cordless phones mm -hmm. at the time, which nobody has anymore. 
and we could actually talk. We could hear people talking on their phones, and we could we could talk to them and break into their conversation. <laughs> so, like the party lines. So mm-hmm. what was awesome is we'd be listening to our phone. Uh, we listen listen to ham radio, and we'd open a garage door, and we could hear the lady go. There it goes again. Harold, <laughs> Harold, yeah. it's and happening again. The funniest, what, Martha? The funniest thing I remember uh, one night we heard uh, two old ladies talking, and all of a sudden uh, my friend uh, just breaks in on the conversation and just goes, "Shut up!" like that, <laughs> and you hear this silence for a few seconds, and you hear one of the ladies go, "Did you just tell me to shut up?" <laughs> they're now they're still enemies. <laughs> to this day. Yeah. So, that was a real riff. Did you they, just tell me to shut up? <laughs> I also uh, remember a legend of there was some trucker or something that you guys developed a rivalry with. Like yeah, he wanted was, to kick... His name was Bumper Jack. <laughs> and he lived in uh, uh he lived over in Battlefield and we'd uh, drive over there and he would he, the, he This does not sound safe. He would like apparently he would get in his truck and like chase us around and stuff. I, I don't think he Jesus ever really Christ. left his living room really. I'm coming to get y'all. Yeah, He's just pretty kidding. much. This is like the there weren't chat rooms at the time, so there's no this is, and message these are boards. So that just, you had to find other ways to antagonize yeah. people. Yeah, we you guys were CB trolls. That was a common thing. Hiding behind your CBs. Yeah. Your anonymous CBs. CB cowboys. Trolling is or it's just late. He's just being lazy. He's trying to get out of a negotiation. Like, did any of you guys ever work in fast food? Nope. Nope. Uh, well, I did. Yeah, you were assistant awesome. manager of Dairy Queen. <laughs> Dairy right. Queen. That's right. We, we used to senior Do you assistant remember manager. whenever we made that video for the real world? <laughs> you guys yes. made a video for the real world? Like an audition? <laughs> Hang on a minute. No, this is... <laughs> Okay, let's go into it. Forget yeah, what yeah. I had to talk no, about. No, no, we can I talk would, about no, that I tried out for the real world. I think it was season six. I did not know this. <laughs> yep. Ryan helped me make an audition tape. Yeah, and part of it was in um, it was in Dairy Queen where he talked about what he did for the for the job. And uh, so it's no, very surprising I didn't make the <laughs> I mean make the cut. But but yeah, I was a freshman in college, and I thought my art made. I don't know why I thought I would uh, actually be interesting to anybody. But Ryan filmed it. We edited it. Uh, you know, we were too old for it, but somehow or another. Where we we got access to the high school to you because you used the video That's right. toaster. That's right to edit the video. I think Didn't you? I think it's just because um, Townsend, uh, Townsend, yeah, Ta- Cred? Mr. Townsend liked us, and oh. I actually even shout after- out to Mr. Townsend. <laughs> Are you still alive? Um, he, he just retired. He just retired. Oh, really? He's still How do alive. you guys have the finger on the pulse of our old teachers? Uh, my cousin is in local politics. I see. She knows everything. No, but even like after like um, I graduated, I went to him and borrowed the video cameras on numerous occasions, and he was like, cool. The year was 1997. <laughs> the video cameras were high-def VHS. D- large, super VHS, Large things you had to have balance on your shoulder. So, yeah. We videotaped. Uh, or you, you shot it, yep. edited it. Yep. I didn't make it. It's weird. I, it would have been Seattle. Would have been the season so, if it would have happened. So did you go into the Dairy Queen? And oh yeah, shoot scenes. Yeah, Dairy Queen hat. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were still shirts. there as a freshman in college. I think that's about what how yeah. old I was. I don't remember. Yeah, I did, I, you, eighteen. You started Fresh there when young you were book. like you started there when you were like fourteen. Yeah, I, I didn't work there much well, longer. <laughs> that. He, he had, would. Um, we would. It was great when he was manager because he would uh, we'd be at his at his house because you lived like 200 yards away from the Dairy Queen. Yeah, and it was like late. It'd be like, hey, um, 
you want to go get some dilly bars? <laughs> and we would just, we would just, we would just drive. Why, why are you doing my? <laughs> no, 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 go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. It doesn't matter. That is, they're, they're, they're not coming and, after. Yeah. The Dairy Queen is not going to come off right. with his head. And it's, I don't think this is going to be. Well, I got half off on food. That's so right. Sometimes we would sneak into the Dairy Queen at night. I mean, I had the, the alarm we, code. I didn't steal it. Always, I would write it on whenever you would. Oh, uh, uh, you were being when, honest. Whenever you. Um, I thought uh, we were being dubious. <laughs> no, no. I know. No I'm kind of disappointed. No I, way. I, well, I, I like the idea. Of first of all, getting... first of all, I would never fuck over an employer. Sure. And second That's of all, we're at, that we're place at. was videotaped. So if I and and like I alarm code. So alarm code. At oh, right. midnight, that seems suspicious. Who could know that code? <laughs> but at any rate, no, I got half off. We could go in and write off the a, dillies. I think, yeah, I think right off the dillies. <laughs> That's right. Somebody put that on the sticker. Yeah. Hey, what's the dilly, yo? <laughs> I, I think that you, as a manager, are no, I did smoke video. a lot of weed there, and that was probably on video camera at some point. But I just figured if nothing else suspicious was going on Gosh, wow. around the weed smoking, a, you've seen my photo of you where you're you're reaching out of the drive-through window holding the blizzard yeah. upside down. I'm so skinny <laughs> in that picture. I know. Well, you're also like 12. <laughs> <laughs> but you've complimented me, and I'd like you to say it on record uh, on my blizzard-making abilities. All right. Yeah, and I will... I, I, so whenever else... This I will be in the eulogy. I would get a blizzard from there. If Aaron wasn't working the window, and I would get a blizzard from there, and I always got the mud pie blizzard. A highly viscous blizzard by uh, ice, soft ice cream stand. Okay. So good. But yeah, I, would, I would get it, and... Um, if it wasn't Aaron making it, it would be like all the ingredients were at the top third of the blizzard, and the bottom part is this all ice cream? Was all vanilla ice cream? It was like they didn't mix it up. Common rookie mistake with coming Oof. to blizzards. Actually, what I thought you were going to say is that it would be too soggy because with ones like mud pie, which had a co- like coffee liquid and yeah. hot fudge, there's like if you are lackadaisical about your ingredient ratios, you're yeah. going to get a soupy blizzard. Yeah, no, Nobody I, wants that. I, I, and I, it just I, falls out when you... Did, did everybody turn it upside down? No, that, you didn't have to do that. You do that on request. Yeah. I see. And then people are like, turn it upside down. <laughs> oh, no. Do it, <laughs> do it again. <laughs> I'm, not, uh, I'm, not, I'm not leaving here until this blizzard doesn't fall out of that cup. <laughs> Dust yourself off and try again. <laughs> Bring it all back. So, well, that was anyway. a fun diversion. Yeah, it was. Okay, what were you going to say? <laughs> it doesn't Aaron? even matter now. No, I want to know. Yeah, my, my dad. All right, so my dad's What? Got, my dad. Listen, the milkman? No, listen to my story. <laughs> okay. My dad is not into wrestling, and he, he's, he's not bought into, uh, he, he doesn't take the fiction as reality. He doesn't play into it. He doesn't give a shit. Anyway, but he was, my, my dad has a shop, mm-hmm. and he was getting it re-roofed one day, and he had uh two guys that he knows that were re-roofing it and he was down in his shop working and they were up on the roof re-roofing it and these guys got on a fight oh, got no. a fight up on the roof uh, like a real fight Fisticuffs. like a real oh i don't know if it got to a physical an aggressive argument an aggressive talking to each other because one of the guys said to the other guy that the honky tonk man is a liar <laughs> And it got real. Oh heated. shit! Yeah. So yes, a liar. Yeah. Bow, 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 bow. Honky tonk man is not a liar. So it what got, are you saying about hacksaw Jim so, Duggan? Yeah. So and my dad was worried that one of them was going to throw the other guy off oh the roof. <laughs> so 
Anyway, yes, let's all acknowledge that there are people Woo. up there that take it very seriously. Oh. And to the point where it's reality to them. Mm-hmm. There's also people that take it very seriously, but are, they play along with kayfabe. Sure. Right. So that's what kayfabe is. All right. It's playing along. I'm educated. It's playing yeah. along with the narrative as reality. And uh, if you break those people on the roof of your dad's shop, sound like they don't know about kayfabe. They don't know <laughs> Not about at all. <laughs> nope. It's so weird your life. Yeah, I can't it's real fucked up. I can't imagine it. <laughs> Caleb, you had a story. Oh, uh, so it has nothing to do with anything other than it's just kind of a funny story. But okay, uh, a, a crazy story. Um, so uh, there's this um, outside sales rep guy. He is uh, at, at my work, and um, he's he's like an old school salesman. Like he 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 travels a lot in his territory. He does more face to face sales exists. calls. Yes, wow. He, he does more face to face sales calls than anybody else. Like in my company, like he doesn't have to do it, but he's he's that's his style. That's his style, mm-hmm. and he's really good at it. Uh, so call, a lot of taking people out to like strip clubs and steak dinners and there's bars involved mm-hmm. usually. All right, uh huh. And God, so, it um, so fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he loves doing it, and uh, so uh, and his territory happens to be like um, uh, Kentucky and Tennessee. So he knows everything about all the bourbons and stuff and nice. like that. And so, um, so he, uh, I was told a story by my supervisor who's worked with him, the other guy, the sales guy for a while, and. Uh, says that you know he's like yeah he's a he's a character and I know he is I, I've never met him in person but I deal with him on the phone and he's like a he's a southerner hardcore like he's just like I'm just a simple southern salesman yes that's exact <laughs> I mean that's that's how you he's really good at his job but that's how he comes across he like, sounds like a, a, a character from a play yeah so he's Willie um, Lomax like a Neil, Lomax. Yeah, Neil Simon Lomax. player but something. not nervous he's real laid back and uh, works hard he's a super nice guy but he's also just zany just oddball so the story is he was on his way to uh sell do a sales call with a client and while he was and you know we have our salespeople will buy like cookies or something they'll bring something hey here's some cookies to the client you know and, and that's that's actually surprisingly like a normal cookies thing. <laughs> so he brings cookies sex workers <laughs> That's so, her name. So instead of like um, him bringing like a dessert or something, he's bringing I don't he's bringing the client chicken salad. So he <laughs> That's stops so he stops at a place to get chicken salad, and I guess maybe they like chicken salad. I don't know. Mm-hmm. While he's there, he's like, yeah, I might as well buy a chicken salad sandwich for myself and eat it on the way. So he is driving and eating this chicken salad sandwich, and he uh, somehow gets a large piece of the chicken. <laughs> lodged in oh, no. his throat and is choking on it while he's driving on the interstate <laughs> to the point where he passes out behind oh, the God. wheel and the car goes into the ditch across the oncoming interstate lane flips over and rolls oh. and um the process of the flipping uh causes <laughs> the heimlich that oh, my the chicken. um <laughs> And then uh, the car, uh, you know, comes to a halt. And um, the next thing he remembers is there's a volunteer fireman, like, in the car reaching, like, like, like checking on him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he comes to and goes, hey, what are you doing here? I'll <laughs> <laughs> say, I'll say, I'll say, what are you doing here, son? Hey, boy. 
Did the sandwich survive the crash? <laughs> I doubt it. Did the salad survive the crash? <laughs> Good question. It was tossed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so that is, went. wow. I mean, was he okay? Yeah. Yeah. He went to the hospital for a little checkup, sure I assume, but I no guess. broken bones, no That's, organs nope. displaced. Nope. But passed nothing out. Nothing severed. Drive, he, he, That's incredible. That is my fear of being alone and swallowing something and choking. Because I tend to not chew, like, especially steak enough. And there have been times where I've swallowed it and it's like, oh no, it's halfway down, it won't go. And then so, like, thankfully it always, like, I'm now careful to cut into smaller pieces, but I'm always well, afraid of choking to death alone. Think about this. If he had pulled, if he had been responsible and pulled, and pulled over, he probably would have died. Well, <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So that was another story. This is not so. Just a, stay the course, everybody. I guess. Um, the other one was uh, really uh, not as interesting, but uh, he. Uh, so that my other boss that told me the story was in a car with the owner of the company one time, and this sales guy was driving in front of them. They were driving somewhere, and um, you know, and I guess that the sales guy had a, a was reading the newspaper while driving, like had a, <laughs> a, a shit. On the stand, like you can visibly see him reading the paper from the car. He's got a pipe hanging out one side of his mouth. <laughs> anyway. I've seen people like reading books like this while they're driving, and that seems perfectly safe. Like, uh, that's crazy. Or like watching TV, or like. Well, there's uh, why read a book in the car anymore? It's called audiobooks, for Christ's sake. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, no, like it's because that doesn't give them the thrill of it being terribly dangerous. <laughs> Which brings us to our new sponsor, Audible.com. <laughs> oh, oh, you know, I'm reading. Uh, uh, Pinchon's Gravity Falls on Audible. <laughs> Gravity weeks. Gravity's in a row. rainbow. God idiot. <laughs> uh, you guys want to get going? Yeah, we better. <laughs> All right. Hey, we got our. We got. It would something. be so awesome if we were sponsored by Audible, though. Well, we that do have a sponsor. We have a sponsor. Oh, that's true. We do. Uh, we my do. son has this company called Bro Cells, and he he offered to me last night. He wanted to know if he could be a sponsor for the he show. He has six dollars. I will take it. All right. Yeah. I'll take two dollars. <laughs> so, um, so All right. yeah, pretty soon we'll be like this episode brought to you by Bro Cells. All right. That's going to be fun for everybody to try and figure out what that means. Yeah, <laughs> not, even be... here, not even my son knows what it means. <laughs> that's true. Okay. Here we go. And that's it. Thank you for listening, ladies and gentlemen. If you actually managed to limp to the end of this dumb shit clip abortion. Let's all hope this never happens again. Remember, keep your feet on the ground, and these guys can straight go fuck themselves. <laughs>